Where Miss was Sunderstall. No, we're on the council. He was on oh, the right stall. You, know, you guys know Tom, building guy Tom. Yeah, sure. He was yeah. Uh, roaming the halls and thought he'd stop by and see the GL crew. And um, like he, he does, he brought his young daughter with for, to work today. And uh, Joe, Joe, who the hell is that? Joe made her cry. Joe made Joe her, her cry to the point where you could hear her down the hallway. And Joe had to go upstairs. Oh, we th- we were. God, Joe. Here. Yeah, it, like he would say to my kids times. when they come in here, you I've know. Seen her a hundred times. Yeah. Give me that. I've seen her before. I've seen her. Joe. Once. Joe. What? Somebody from hear? your paper called me about twenty minutes ago, but I swear she was calling from India. Hello. And she wanted for the low, low price of one dollar a month to get me signed up again for your newspaper. I, I hung up on her. Expensive. I'm waiting for the I Pioneer am, uh, Press to pay me. Ex- I, expletive right. deleted, hang up. That's what I did. I am right now on a six-month thing that cost me $1 total for <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> the internet. Oh. It's the internet version, not the paper version. Oh, internet. Yeah, $1. I can't get the paper months. up here. Man, what is that? Uh, oh, that's a deal, John. It's called Ratchet Soup. I know. Ratchets. Is it made with rats? The bad chips. Doritos? Yeah. Doritos are good. What delicious. did I cancel? Last like week. what? Like that stuff. Like soap. Ass? That stuff. Ass. Yeah. Uh, hey, I think that was. You got ass. I think that was Bacha. I canceled. <laughs> I canceled something last week, and by the end of the phone call, they were going to pay me to continue my subscription. I wish I could remember what it was. I'm pulling it up right now. Do you have ads? I hate everybody does that now, Kenny, and it's annoying as hell. You know, if you call, well, I hear we'll give you this, blah, blah, blah. So the last time I called Sirius XM, because every year when it renews, I call and say, well, I'm going to dump it unless you give me the deal. They give me the deal. Last time they said, since you've been such a loyal customer for so long, this will be your lifetime uh, cost. I went, great. Wow. Then I, don't have to, I don't have to call every year then. She goes, yeah, that's interesting. You need to talk in your mic. Because I had to sit through a 10-minute phone call, and I said, they that threw one. an offer at me, and I said no. Then they threw another offer at me, and I said no. <laughs> and I know I accused them of being corrupt, but I don't remember who I was uh, yelling at. <laughs> you know what's worse corrupt. than that? You know what's worse than that? What? The surveys you get from people that you deal with. Could you please take a moment and tell us how, how our service was? I just took one you know yesterday. What? You know what? And God love them. Schoonover sends me one. But they then you log on. You have to have a password or something. Yeah. Bleep you. Yeah. You want to know what I feel about you? I'll tell you. Call me up. Yeah. Hey, I'm not filling now. these things out. Now, if you don't put 10 down, they tell me. Uh, yeah, I'd like you go to a car that. dealer and they say, well, anything less than a 10 is a failure. Oh. I remember what it was. I had a pass where they would charge my credit card $40 a month and I could get as many car washes as I wanted. (laughs) And the car wash, the quality of the car wash went down. They stopped doing a certain step. And you can't just walk into the place and cancel face-to-face. You have to call a phone number. And it went on for 10 minutes. And the price from $40 a month, I think it finally, the final offer they gave me was $15 a month. And I, I had to explain to them, 
you are corrupt. This is evil. This does not change the fact that your car wash sucks. It's horrible. My truck doesn't get clean. Up there, there's a car wash. Uh, it's really, it's weird. It's a really competitive market in Alexandria for those car washes that pull you through. Yeah. What are my ads? You know why? What? A lot of mud. Yeah, ads, please. Let's you, go. You know what? They've built, I think, four of those up in the, just this general region in the last year and a half or so, two years. It's yeah. amazing. I, I can't believe yeah. they all can I, do business. My kingdom for somebody who will wash it by hand. Oh. They're just trying no, to find what are you gonna pay? The local right. cheerleading team. Email. No, I've never used those people. They'll end up scratching the hell out of your car. As they uh, lean against I just it. need a renewal by Anderson. Just the whole ad or just the brought the to you by? Ad, the whole ad. What about me, Chris Reavers? I need seafoam and maple grove, Kenny. Well, high clover today. I need zero res, Ray and Welter, and our final grand old creamery. I got, uh, deal. I got rookie working on trying to get Arnie Carlson. Uh, former governor. He had a wonderful letter to the editor today in the strip in the in the in the Minneapolis paper. But I'm tired of you know commenting on a letter written by that kind of guy and then not Working talking on to it. him on the air. So we got to find him. Brooks says he's working on it. You got my email. I'm guessing about oh, no text me. text. No, uh, yeah, the text this morning and the email yesterday regarding guests. I got it. Yeah. Well, they're all good guests. The way, well, let's not do this on uh, council. I was going to ask you. I have a lot of ideas behind that email, um, but let's talk about them privately. Kenny, this one for the St. Paul guy, was that audio you wanted me to pull up? Is that why you sent no, it? No, I just thought it was interesting that Joe Souchere, along with the director of public works, are a bunch of tree-hugging euphorians that can't get out there and take care of the snow. What do you pay taxes for in that city? Come on, man. <laughs> Excuse me. Are you referring to my friend Sean Kershaw? Yeah, yeah. I sent you a text. I saw that. Yeah. And he spelled it out on his Twitter account why they didn't deal with the snow. Which I'm not going to read because I don't like Twitter. But did well, he say we're only plowing down the middle of the street? Joe, I was only trying to get a rise out of our fake mayor. That's all I was doing. You did. I don't care what happens in St. Paul. <laughs> I just like to poke you. You know, at give, this you, time give of you year, the needle. At this time of year, I don't care either. It's not going to last. Okay. February? All right. If that's, that's the kind of world thing. you want to live in, you can stop mowing your grass in the summer, too, why don't you? Yeah, it's going to die Just start soon. taking a poop uh, right off the curb there and throwing your trash in the street. Go ahead. It's a lawless society you live in. It's kind of got a point. Oh, you can't. What are you on, quaaludes today? The hell? I'm not fighting back. We had a really good discussion right before you came in and before um, the, we signed up to the council. John and I, I think, have. John, do we have something to say? Wow. You know what? I'm just reading Arnie's letter. He almost says what we said, but on a state yeah. level. Yeah. Should, should we bother Joe with what we were talking about? Before he came in, John? If you want, sure. To me, it's it's kind of my black helicopter world. I know you guys have your own, but I have my own. Maybe if it comes up organically, well, we'll I'd like get to hear it. it. Now, don't don't do that to me, and then leave me we, hanging. We are we're done. We're done. 
the country. We, yep. we, we think everybody is compromised in some yep. way, yep. either by foreign countries or there, by... There is no possible way to right the ship. This is akin to trying to keep the Titanic afloat as it was the as the bow was going under. It, we're over as a country. Nobody can be trusted. Here's nobody a, in the three branches. Nobody. Here's a question I have: the FBI, the CIA, Department Judicial, of Justice, Homeland, Executive, Legislative, especially. Everything, everything's been compromised. We're done. What does this mean for Russia and China? That's, our implosion. John brought up a good point on that. Go ahead. Well, let's just save it. Maybe it'll Why don't we do this? What because point I would I like up? to know a few things. <laughs> Where the girl right. at? Is everything off out there, Rook? Yeah. Is the door closed so no. Tom's and Lucy doesn't sneak in here? You know, if this podcast doesn't work out, you could be hired by the Renaissance Festival to hurl insults at people. Yeah, scare little kids. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. <laughs> <laughs> the scary old man with the squinty eyes. <laughs> the hunched over. What are you looking at? He's not fighting back. Uh... Sorry to hear that. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number <laughs> 1247, Feb 16, 2024. 60 degrees, another 60. That Ooh. was in 1981. I don't remember that. And it was uh, 26 below on this day in 1936. And I don't remember that either. Hail the flashlight, King. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Height in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. Is there a. Uh... Is there a courtroom in the country today that's not occupied by a Trump case? <laughs> <laughs> Explain to me why I should care if this guy and this gal were um, canning apricots. Why should I care? Thank you. I was around a bunch of people last night who apparently watched this trial on CNN yesterday. Fannie Willis is what? The Fulton County Prosecutor. Georgia yep. District Attorney. Yeah. Right? Yep. And and they they have some Trump related case where uh, he was trying to overthrow the vote, right? And yes. now the Trump lawyers have attempted to what get Fannie Willis off the case? Correct. That's what they're Why? trying to do. Uh, because she and a, an assistant to her had a relationship. What does that um, have to do with the I, case? I don't know. That's we talked about this when you were not seated. Also, I'm not sure uh, why. The, this is what we were talking about that led to our big discussion, <laughs> right, John? Did you ever? I think, think so. Yeah. Time where no, a former president, yeah, <laughs> right? No. Anyway. And then this was going to evolve from that. Well, it seems like the American judicial system is busy taking care of their own kind. That the yeah. uh, the third rail has consumed the judicial process. Well, we all are. Well, that isn't true. And you know, Crow Wing County, somebody's in court today for you know hitting a sheep on the head with a baseball bat or something. <laughs> but I, but, so, but basically you know the only thing in the news is all of the courtrooms that this psycho is occupying. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, you know, it's over. It's just uh, I, I'm just going to go right into what you guys. It's over. Here's it's over. There's here's how I we can't win. When John and I were discussing this Fanny thing, what I think, if, if I remember right, I said something along the lines of, I don't believe there's a man or woman walking this country right now that could fix this mess. I think we are beyond repair. And I actually wrote this down at 15 minutes after the hour. Executive branch, corrupt. Legislative branch, corrupt. Uh, corrupt. Judicial branch, corrupt. I think this country and the federal portion of it has been compromised to the point where nobody will be able to fix this mess. The FBI, the CIA, Department of Justice, Homeland Security, everybody is corrupt. Have you read about... Will the, will the reckoning fix it? Or you, you contend that we're, we're in the reckoning. I'm in the reckoning right now. I contend uh, the reckoning is yet to visit us. How so? How can you say that? things can always get worse. Oh, that's one way to look at it. Things can always get worse. Have you heard about the illegal immigrants that are going to be released if this deal on uh, Ukraine and the border wall, if that deal isn't reached, they're threatening to uh, release all these Ill illegal. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, that alone will drive you to insanity. Do you, do you know that uh, uh, in this state, I did not know this, we have a new program called One Minnesota. Mm -hmm. You yes. found this on a state website? Uh, this was from the state of Minnesota website. Yep. Immigrants and refugees are crucial to Minnesota's growth. They significantly impact Minnesota's economy through small business creation, food fraud scandals. No, that isn't in there. No, that's not Exceptional right. cultural contributions and meeting labor needs. But they face barriers like access to state government services. Why did what what what's the barrier? What is the is there a barrier? Is there a wall? Uh, so we we uh, we have the uh, we are we are permanently establishing and funding the Office of New Americans. Wow. So, and this is through the Deed Office, Department of Economic Development. The one Minnesota budget proposes 750 grand annually to support the Office of New Americans. This total included the 250 grand a year to fund agency translation services. Okay, at least 500 for the salaries of the people who run the office, and then they're not going to do anything. This is just yet an expansion of state government. One Minnesota proposes using state funds to establish a permanent office. The office will focus solely on supporting immigrant and refugee integration. Now, add to this Lee Finke's desire yep. to uh, use money to help transitioning LGBTQ, MPPPRT people mm -hmm. to the state, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. giving them new maps for the bicycle paths, for example. I, I don't know what else they would do. Tips on laundry. I have no idea. You know that Finky uh, is a big fan of the movie Frankenstein. Really, I was reading this in Alpha. The original, yeah, and has a uh, has a Bride of Frankenstein tattoo, and and loves the fact that uh, the Bride of Frankenstein will kill. I think that's on his 
Uh, it's something goofy. Well, what do you expect? He skateboards around the Capitol. Those, those two first two movies are brilliant, though. Sorry. Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein. That has well, nothing to do with his Is that putting on the wrist? Well, no, it's the originals from the 30s, Chris. Oh, got it. <laughs> I don't want to read this, Chris. Well, Joe, here's why you should read it. Um, because well. part of this, ladies and gentlemen, in what the Office of New Americans is going to do is provide the following to our new friends traveling from abroad. Government-issued driver's license, free job placement services, subsidized housing, subsidized health insurance, free medicines, free cell phones, free K-12 through schooling, and free college tuition. And we're footing that bill. Which a, carpenter, a carpenter in Delano with a wife and two kids isn't getting those benefits. No. Right. No, what's great about this one Minnesota plan is that they're going to work together to improve the lives of all of us by uh, working to implement policies that achieve results. As long as they're democratic DFL policies, we're working together. They're completely excluding anybody that questions their motives. And the first line you read of this thing, Joe, please, please say that again. Just the very first sentence of the one Minnesota budget establishing a new if, office if of Americans. Immigrants and refugees are crucial to Minnesota's future growth. And by growth, we mean votes. Mm -hmm. Vision. Minnesota is the best state in the country for children to grow up in. Those of all races, ethnicities, religions, e economic statuses, gender identities, sexual orientations, disabilities, and zip codes. Well, speaking of zip codes, how about you wander up to, say, old Dowling and Lindale and see how it's going for the kids in that neighborhood. So I'm or glad Broadway and Lindale. Ask the kids in that hood. Kenny, I'm glad you said that. Last Friday when I left the golf show, I left behind the convention center and went back that way through Loring Park towards 394 to go home. I haven't been that way in probably 10 years, I bet. How I, about all those kids in South Minneapolis oh. between Franklin and Lake Street and Park Portland and Cedar? Ask all the residents of that area how it's going for the kiddos. I went that way, too. I, I didn't see anything. Through Loring Park? I didn't go through the park. Well, Okay. I wouldn't have known where to turn to go through the park. It did not feel like the <laughs> Minneapolis in which uh, we we all grew up with. It's, I'll, I'll just put it that well, way. Well, how do you think I feel being a little bit older than you? Yeah, just a little. Who, who is uh, who is uh, who is Kevin O'Leary from the Shark Tank? Do you know uh, the show Shark yeah, Tank? Sure, he's Mister Unbeliever, or not Mister Mister. Uh... He's a bald-headed guy in Shark Tank. Yeah, team. he's the the mean one or the. Well, is he? Does he? Is he? Does he know what he's talking about? He's uh, who is rich. he? He's very. Why rich. do you bring he's it up? He's an entrepreneur. Why? Well, because and, it's right in line with what we've been saying. He calls Minnesota a loser state. Well, that sounds he, like him. He's right on the money. Mm -hmm. uh, he's he's playing off the idea that he he found uh, he found Delaware's refusal to acknowledge. Uh, Musk's attempt to what incorporate in Delaware? Uh, Delaware didn't want any part of it, and he calls Delaware a loser state. Uh, then he goes on to say other loser states like New York, New Jersey, Massachusetts, Minnesota, Michigan, California, those are loser states where you avoid putting money to work or doing anything corporately because their policy is very unstable. Okay. Born in Montreal. It's, Lebanese descent. He's sixty-nine years old. It's Lebanese wonderful. descent with a name like O'Leary. Yep, <laughs> Mister Wonderful. Yeah. But it's nice that an outsider recognizes what we've been saying for so long. 
And uh, what else does he say? Uh, that's, a, that's the only mention Minnesota gets, but he, he ranks Minnesota among the states he would consider loser states. Uh, for Pete's sake, he doesn't even have Illinois in there. That should be in there. Anyway, uh, it's over. Uh, you guys have convinced me I'm no longer looking for the for the optimistic side or anything. <laughs> it's, it's done. It's done. And there's no way to turn this around. Uh, I happen to think there'll be a reckoning. You think we're in the middle of the reckoning. I can't account for that. Uh, I think that, well, here, here, here's Rebecca weighing in. Very important. Regarding the uh, tax rebate, that puny tax rebate that they've even managed to screw that up. I wanted to add to what another listener shared about his rebate check. My friend has also not received his check. Every time he has called the Minnesota Department of Revenue, they tell him more checks are going out and to call in another month if he doesn't receive his. We discover that they are using an incorrect address for my friend. Friend, But pointing this out to the state doesn't seem to have helped. They did manage to send a 1099 to his correct address, though. When he called to ask why he has to pay taxes on money he never got, the Department of Revenue said he will get the check and to wait another month. They said it's taking time because, are you ready? Yep. 216,000 people still haven't received their checks. The guy squanders the guy being walls. He blows an $18 billion surplus Talking big out of that fat side of his mouth, how he's going to give everybody twenty five hundred bucks or whatever the hell the figure was. <laughs> yep. That gets boiled down to three hundred, and they can't. They screwed that up. Aren't they? They're recutting them, aren't they? They are. I have that in the news, actually. Yes. Yeah. Well, read it now, John. All right. Uh, I know the the gist of the story is people who have not received their check yet or have not cashed a check yet, they will be getting a new check. So okay. that's, right. that's the gist of the story. There's, I mean, it's, you can, know, can you, you know what, a, a, a <laughs> honest to God, a, a reasonable governor with just some modicum of sense could have saved us a lot of problems. I mean, very serious. The governor could have quashed the $730 million new state office building. He could have said, no, that's a bad optic. We don't need that. We've got plenty of space. We still have people working from home or on Zoom. We're not going to take almost another billion dollars of taxpayer money and build an unneeded office. If you think space is that desperate, there's plenty of rental space in St. Paul that you could damn near mm -hmm. walk to. A governor could have said, uh, we're not going to squander $18 billion. How about you just limit yourself to playing around with $5 billion of it? And let's tuck the rest away because we're going to have rainy days. Or he could go to the likes of Lee Finky on the House floor and say, Lee, cool it a little. You're, this, this, this is absurd. If you, if you want a million dollars to help transition LGBTQ people, then, you know, someone else is going to ask for a million dollars to relocate bongo players. So let's <laughs> let's let's cool it. We don't What's, have that, Governor. We don't have that. What's incredible, Joe, is the people aren't saying that right now. It seems like you're the only one. As a matter of fact, every week, it seems like there's another special interest group, you know, 
people that walk with a limp have one eye and only fart out of the left side of their body are mad because the 18 billion surplus, they didn't get their taste. And we, our group, our small little group needs $3 million a year. And how come you didn't serve us? You know, yep. it's so hilarious. Nobody is saying give the money well, back. Well, and the weirdest part of, to me, the weirdest part of all this is all of this happened and all that money was spent, et cetera, et cetera. And everybody in Minnesota, not everybody, but a large portion of Minnesotans appear to be on board with all of it, which yeah. I, you know, you guys see me as a little more liberal than you guys. I'm not on board with it. Let well, me tell what? you something. That's why I went from awakening to reckoning. I've oh, given up on okay. awakening. All right, then. I've but given up on awakening. Is it because that what John just said is an example of not enough people are paying attention? <laughs> right, nobody, a, nobody seems to care. Yeah. No, John's example is a prime example why there isn't an, an awakening. You're right. Yep. Uh, there's not even well. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, I gotta laugh. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, do you, do you, did you know probably? Did you know about uh, Kevin O'Leary, that he is conservative, and you're going to like this. Um, he, I'll keep going. To, oh, i got to find Likes it Well, rookie, that, Matthew, that means he's going to be shouted down every time he says something because he's an evil, uh, he's an well, evil no, conservative. Doesn't he have a big spot on the show? O'Leary yeah, co-founded Special Event Television. It was an independent television production company that produced original sports programming such as The Original Six. Don Cherry's Grapevine, Bobby Orr, and the Hockey Legends. Well, he did some Don, hockey stuff. Yeah, huh? Don Cherry. Oh. Don Cherry was a wild man. Yeah. Now, listen, did you know? <laughs> did I know what? Are, are we now worried about the Greenland ice shelf? Has that been in the news? That of course, of course gonna, the icebergs are going to break roll that off. Out once in a while, it's, it's kind of it's a semi. Is it semi-annual? I would or? say semi-annual. Well, that's what we call no biannual. It's biannual. Bi we call that play in the hits. Hey, we need to put that one back on. Well, here's from the here's from the heavy site. rotation. Yeah, <laughs> here's from the people at Nature. These are you know okay you know you so they know. got some street crafts. Nature. Nature. Well, it says global sea levels would rise by several meters if Greenland's ice sheet melted completely. Two studies, though, have examined its past behavior in an effort to evaluate its vulnerability in a warming world and have come to seemingly conflicting, conflicting conclusions. Yes. Thank you. Uh, the Greenland ice shelf has undergone one or more episodes of deglaciation during the last million years. Deglaciation. Even this has happened before. Huh. Okay. And they go to the shot of the, the edge of the iceberg plummeting into the, uh, the uh, melted ice, which would be why They conclude that the East Greenland ice sheet remained present during the Pleistocene that was an epoch that lasted from 2.6 million to 11,700 years ago, but grew and shrank dynamically in response to climate over the millennia. Okay. Isn't that isn't that something? Isn't that, isn't that nature? And they can't find evidence for past waxing and waning of the Greenland ice sheet. Okay. Because the glacial debris that can provide a record of ice sheet dynamics is erased each time glaciers advance after a period of deglaciation. Hmm. 
these cosmogenic nuclides. Well, that's getting it's getting a little heavy for yeah, me. Yeah, big words, too big. <laughs> but but uh, you know, there. Let's cut to the chase, which we came up with the other day. If the if the ice sheet is in fact calving, cal, cal, cal v. But it's calv, calv, calving. Calving. Like a calf. Yeah. We don't have a calf. Got a bull. Right. And it's calving. <laughs> Let's just cut to the chase. That's caused by capitalism. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. That's not caused by uh, the sun, which AOC would investigate at night because it's cooler at night. It's caused, it's caused by capitalism. And if it rains again in California in the next month, that's caused by capitalism. Oh, okay. This turn in our winter weather here was caused by capitalism. Interesting. And if only we could get rid of capitalism. That's a lot of power. It really is. Yeah. But that's what's causing it. Hmm. Interesting. It yeah. is calving, though. Calving. So, calving. Yeah, it's not calving. It's calving. calving. Hobbs. Well, I now didn't... see, hang on. I have calve. To is there anything about C-A-L-V in there? C-A-L-V-I-N-G, the breaking of ice chunks from the edge of a glacier. glacier. No, Kenny, but they got apocalyptic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still so, embarrassed about that. The rest of this piece, which is <laughs> wonderful and very uh, footnoted and careful and peer-reviewed and what have you, basically is you have the truthful scientists arguing with the people who essentially want to say, no, it's capitalism. What the hell? Huh. Hey, you know, well, it's over. Bleep it. The hell went over for a while. Uh, no, 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 let, 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 no, no. Here, here. Coal mines. Not mines. Coal, coal fired power plants. Oh, I threw that stat away. It's. I got it. You got it good. It's amazing. No. I don't know the, why I went only, looking for this. Only capitalism is under attack for the climate. I mean, I, that's not even hyperbole, mm. right? <laughs> right? 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 Only capitalism. Only I know. I know. I'm supposed to take a break. Leave me alone. Leaving you. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. He's on a roll. I, I know capitalism is to blame, and it's only Western civilization that is to blame for climate change. Everyone else is pure and innocent, and communism is wonderful. And uh, in fact, there's a great cartoon. Why don't the Chinese worry about? Climate change. Well, because they're already communists. Hey, 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 hey now. Keep it fair. Keep it fair. Take a break. How many coal burning plants are in China? And Kenny, your source of this was something called Statista.com. Statistics of things yeah. around the world. I looked it up on many different sources, and it's all the same number. Take a take a guess, boys. How many operating coal-fired power plants in China? <laughs> Boy. It's a big country. Uh, 20. Oh, I'm going to guess it's more than that. You're so sweet, John. Come on over here and give Daddy a It's got to be a thousand. And no, you? No. This is uh, the last guess. 5,000. No, but you were on the right track. 3,092 operating was... coal-fired power plant units in China as of January 3rd of this year, just wow. two, three wow. weeks ago. Why is that not ever referenced? Why is this uh, the first time I've heard of it? Johnson, 20. No. How <laughs> many close. coal plants? How many coal plants 
are in the United States. Uh, uh, Coal-fired <laughs> power plants. It's got to be the same. In I'm, use. John, now you say 20. I'm going to guess 1,000. In use in the U.S. as of this moment. I would, uh, I would say uh, 25. 217 oh, operational no, no, no. coal-fired power stations in the United States. I was not close. So 3,092 in China, but they're off the hook for climate change because they're already communist. And Joe, we're on the hook for it because capitalism is to blame for burning coal. Got it. They're still building more in China. China can't build them fast enough. (laughs) Plus they're throwing them up in Africa where they're, where they're mining for all the BS you need for your BS electric car. And they're doing it in India. Mm -hmm. There's not a plot of land where the Chinese are, wouldn't look at it and say this would be a good spot for a yeah. coal plant. Is that offensive? <laughs> Chinese? Nah, are you, what the hell's wrong with that? I don't, okay, I'm just asking yeah, a question. Yeah, right. yeah. I'm going to take a break now. Okay. Okay. How about before the world comes to an end, you look up my friends at North American Banking Company. In fact, I was just on the phone with them this morning. They're fantastic. We're running the numbers. Oh, yeah. You got to check we're, the numbers. We're running the numbers. Um, I, I actually called my location, which is in Roseville, but you can also see North American Banking Company at 50th in France, Hastings, Woodbury, Shoreview, and their new location over there in Maple Grove. They offer the same online and mobile banking options as the other banks, but with the unparalleled service of a community bank. And they are also locally owned and operated. Here's why that's a big deal. That means that loan decisions are made right here in the Twin Cities. They don't send those out of state, and this helps business owners solve problems quickly and expand their business with confidence. North American Banking Company deals with numbers every single day, but you are never one of them, and they get it. They realize that there is no shortage of banking options here in the Twin Cities. So if you're tired of being just a number to your big national bank, then check out my friends at North American Banking Company online, nabankco.com. nabankco.com is their website. North American Banking Company member FDIC is an equal housing lender. Rookie's on a phone call, and he said, hello, Governor, and I, I hope it's Arnie Carlson. Yeah. Did you guys read the letter to the editor? I just read it after you said that. I don't know yeah. how I missed it this morning. Yeah, yeah it's him. I'll be dead. Show, the show is surviving. Okay. Is that Mr. Carlson? This is Governor Carlson, Joe. Arnie! He said he's going to charge you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, go ahead and fire off the number, Governor. One, two. All right, perfect. I'm going to hang up, and then uh, Chris Reavers is going to call you in two minutes. Yeah, where are you in Florida? What city? Naples. Punta Gorda. Slumming it in Punta Gorda. Uh, we'll be in touch. We'll be in touch momentarily. Thanks, Gov. Bye. That's awesome. Who came through? Zipco? Yeah. All Zipco. right. Kenny, are you able to read the letter? Yeah, I'll look it up. Do you want me to? Uh, you you want to get back? I assume right away. We'll yes. Have Kenny, to do an ad when Kenny's wrapping up, then I'll call Governor Carlson. Um. Hey, dipshit. Yes, sir. Thanks. Uh, we're gonna have Arnie on in two minutes, so I appreciate it. Awesome. All right. All right. Thanks, Zeb. Thank you. Thank you. All right, see you.
Joe, how's my beard look today? Is that a look okay? That's just great. <laughs> Will that be okay with the governor? Yeah. A little poofy um, down at the bottom there. All right. Poofy. Oh, you know what? Give me Creamery first, if you're ready. ready yep. And then I'll, I'm just going to hit the bump as soon as Rookie's done. Do I and call him me? Governor or Arnie? I would call him Governor unless he says for you to call him Arnie. I agree with Rookie. You ready, bro? We address you as Mayor. Yeah. Let's go. Garage Logic is a sweet way to treat your sweetheart. A $25 gift certificate for Grand Old Creamery on sale this week for half price. That's $25 of super premium ice cream for only $12.50. Get your favorite flavor from the 32 flavors to choose from in store at any time. Certificates are in limited supply, so get yours right now before they're gone. Then redeem them at either one of the two Grand Old Creamery locations, Grand Avenue in St. Paul or Cedar Avenue in Minneapolis. Grand Old Creamery also offers malts, shakes, cakes, pints, and quarts of ice cream to take home. And, of course, their famous sweet-smelling homemade hand-rolled malted waffle cones. You know, they got that little whopper in the bottom. Delicious. It's really a sweet way to treat your sweetheart. So act now. Get you $25 Grand Old Creamery voucher for only $12.50 by visiting garagelogic.com. Keyword deal to get yours while they last. That's garagelogic.com. Keyword deal. <laughs> Reality with a bite. The Joe Shoot Show. Easy for me to say. Bruce Carlson of Minnesota posted on the Facebook Snowjet Nation message board. Message board. Uh, I bought this 77 Kawasaki Snowjet at the end of last year. It's been stored inside for many years. I cleaned the carb. It started right up, seemed to run well. I ran it once briefly about a month month ago but then got it out for the second time today it ran okay for 300 yards then died i can get it to start again on full choke but it won't keep running what should i do a guy from sydney nova scotia chimed in being lazy myself i would try to get a strong concert concentration of seafoam additive into it and let it sit for at least 24 hours. But that's just me. So me, Kenny, I would add, put this seafoam additive into a spray bottle, get it running on a stand, then slowly spray the seafoam right into the yap. It's going to smoke. It'll gurgle and spew. But if the blockage is minimal, it'll clear out. If it's not minimal, pull that carb. It's really easy. And douse it with seafoam top engine cleaner. It's a carb cleaner. Then blow it out, put it on, hit the trails. The great thing is you can find seafoam engine additive, top engine cleaner, and deep creep in the automotive aisles in stores all over this great country. A product for everything that ails our cylinders, our carburetors, and crankcases. And a wonderful product in a world of bad gas, seafoam. I am uh, so thrilled that Arnie Carlson is going to join us. Uh, Arnie was governor in Minnesota from 1991 to 1999. And uh, I'd like to tell him, is he on the air? Hello, governor. Good morning or good afternoon. How are you? Pretty good. I, uh, you know, I might've had fun or two in a sentence at your expense over the years, but as I look back on your <laughs> reign, I sure miss the nineties governor. <laughs> Frankly, I do too. Forget about me, but I I do miss the, the the whole idea that government could actually work for people, and there could be civil disagreements and also competent kinds of discussions. And and we've lost that. I, I'm I'm calling you, or you were kind enough to get back to us because you had a wonderful letter in the Star Tribune today 
Uh, I'll read it quickly. The, uh, you have two points. The first is the total failure of the media and our elected officials to deal with the findings of the study released by the Humphrey School of Public Affairs in May 2021 that stated our legislators were granting special favors to wealthy campaign donors, including being able to shape legislation. This influence peddling is both corrupt and illegal. Where are the news stories and editorials and where is the attorney general? The second is the steady demise of our citizens' legislature that has evolved during my time from one with a modest staff that was housed entirely in the state capitol to one that employs more than 500 people and occupies two majestic buildings costing over $800 million. Worse still is that 300 of those employees are partisan staffers hired and managed by party caucuses but paid for by the public. Simply, each party caucus is now a massive political operation with more than 50 people engaged in communications alone. Add automatic pay raises, and it looks like a full-time mini-Congress with large partisan armies more dedicated to special interests and incumbent protection than voluntary public service. Is that what we want? Signed, Arnie H. Carlson, Lake City. That's, uh, I, I can't imagine what must be going through your mind when you look at what's happening now. Yeah, it's really sad. I'm 89 years old, and, and you look back and you see that, you know, you see mistakes you made, but overall, you really begin to appreciate how well our democracy worked. Mm -hmm. And now we've got these massive political armies uh, that engage in constant warfare, all at our expense, accomplish little. But more than anything else, they're paying very little attention to the future. Very, very little. And then we turn to our children and we wonder why they no longer believe in the American dream. I, I, I call it a reckoning. Do you believe some sort of reckoning is in yeah. store for us? I think very much so. I think when you add uh, several things together, uh, one is what I call the over-corruption of our system by all the moneyed interests that seem to run it. Mm -hmm. climate change, uh, coming to grips with the reality that climate change is not only real, uh, but is coming swifter uh, than anticipated. I, and, I, I don't believe that, but I respect your opinion. And, and the third part is the massive load of debt. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it, it's impossible to continue. And now we're beginning to see some experts in the financial market starting to blow the whistle but again, nobody's paying attention. Uh, but pretty soon, you're going to have 20, 30, 40% of the entire federal budget will be to pay interest rate on the debt. We're working ourselves into a massive debt hole. Governor, is it reasonable to say that during your tenure, most <laughs> legislators were servants from the public who came to the Capitol and did their job and then returned to their working life. Is that a reasonable way to look at it? Yeah. I, I think when you use the word most, I think that's the most accurate way. You can't say all, right. certainly most. And uh, compared to get those people that are underemployed and in the legislature and see the legislature as, 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 a perp, you know, some kind of a, uh, ongoing job that never ends but today governor it seems that it's it's become the job of choice for career activism 
career yes. activists. I'm afraid you're right. I really and truly am. And you can see that in the actions. I mean, if you compare from, let's say, what a campaign costs, suppose you wanted to run for office, let's say in 1975, mm-hmm. it would have cost you somewhere between five and $8,000 roughly. Hmm. And you can raise that from your friends, your college friends, et cetera, your neighbors at coffee parties. Uh, Democrats used to have bean feeds. So it was a doable thing. Now these incumbents start out with money that comes from the caucus by the special interest fundraising at 130000 mm-hmm. Well, how can you, you run against that? You, your opponent has 130000 and you can barely scrape together a few hundred. And yeah. the worst part is that 130 is just the base. If an incumbent gets into trouble, the caucuses have massive amounts that they can pour in on top of that. Mm-hmm. Governor, it's it's rookie. Uh, I just have a quick question for you. What was the reason you ran for city council to begin your political career? Uh, well, I, I had worked. I, I had run a, a congressional race for John Johnson in Minneapolis. And in the pro, and he he had been on he was on the city council, and I got to know what the city government was, and I thought that and I had just left control data, and I thought that would be a wonderful opportunity uh, to to really learn governance on a local basis. And so I enjoyed it. I, it. It's probably the best political learning experience I've ever had because you're always so close to the people. Governor, when you look at the state right now culturally, are you comfortable with its cultural direction? Most principally, are you on board with the idea, for example, that Minnesota is now a safe haven state for even children who wish to change their gender? Is that the kind of state you envisioned 30 years ago? I'll be honest with you. I'm 89 years old, and that's an area that I'm very weak in. I truly am. Yeah. But in terms of the broad basis of human rights, I would like all human beings, with no exception, to be treated equally and to be treated fairly. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you get into the specifics of, of this area, frankly, I'm not sufficiently educated. Well, maybe you're better off for that. <laughs> <laughs> that could be. I, I hope you're someplace I, warm right now, by the way. Yes, I'm in, I'm in Florida, and it's starting to – we had a cold spell here, and it's starting to warm up, so it's, we're getting very, very good weather now. What can be done, uh, particularly about your, the second point of today's letter uh, to the editor, what can be done to restore a citizen legislature? Will we ever get back to that? I think, I, I think, I think the public as a whole has got to stop this fierce loyalty to political parties. Mm-hmm and start to pay attention to the policies and how those policies affect people and whether the people we elect to public office represent us or represented, represent, if you will, the wealthy interests. Right now, it's the latter. Um, if we could gather in coffee parties, neighborhood meetings, and persuade regular people to say, yes, I'm willing to go to St. Paul, I'm willing to serve six, eight years, uh, but I want to maintain my job back home, and I want to ultimately come back to my community. But more than anything else, I only want to represent the best interest of my community. I don't want to get hooked up into these big political caucuses that we have, the massive fundraising that they have, this massive staff operation that they have. I want to bring back the legislature where it actually does work for the people and is of the people. 
I mean, right now, 85% of Americans do not fully trust their government. 85%. That's mm-hmm. stunning. Yeah. <laughs> Including yeah. most of us on the show. Well, well, you're, I, yeah. well I'm in the same boat. Yeah. I'm absolutely in the same boat. Because, you know, 50 people in communications, I got an email this morning from somebody who read my letter to the editor and saying, and the communications is worse. Jeez. You can never get through. All you get back is, is some email or you can put a message on a machine. Did you ever think you'd see the changes this fast? Your no. your your tenure seems like yesterday to me. And yeah, then- no, I, I never anticipated it would go this far. I mean, when you look at each caucus, so we have four political caucuses in the legislature. Each one of them is bigger than a state political party. <laughs> wow. And no wonder they're always at war. Yeah. Are you a fan of Governor Walls? Uh, I can't. I, I I supported him, campaigned for him, and I deeply regret it. Thank you. Uh, would you his, Would you have blown a- eyeballs in this operation? And I've been trying to get answers from him. I can't. I had a phone call scheduled. Uh, they then canceled. Uh, I I have not been able to get any communication from him relative to all the commentaries that I've written about what's going on, and that includes the uh, Humphrey study. Would you have signed off on blowing an $18 billion surplus? Oh, my gosh, no. <laughs> oh, my gosh, no. Isn't that something? I mean, as a matter of fact, I'm glad you brought that up. When I came into office, we had about a $2 billion shortfall. And in those days, that was a large hunk of the budget. So we had to spend that whole first year whittling our expenses down uh, in order to balance the budget. Uh, but what we did do was we compelled the system as a whole to get engaged in long-term financial planning. Mm-hmm. And we try to get the legislature to understand what financial tails were, that when you spend a dollar today, that dollar gets uh, will, will be a dollar two or a dollar five next year and a dollar eight the next year. In other words, it has tails mm-hmm. that grow in costs. And when you had a $17 billion surplus, and now you're headed for a $2 billion shortfall. Mm-hmm. That's reckless financial planning, truly reckless. Would you have signed off on a new almost $1 billion state office building project? <laughs> I can't even imagine <laughs> having the audacity Isn't that to introduce such a bill, let alone vote for it. Oh, my God. I mean, this is, this is a part-time. When I came in, that was the first year that we had an office off the floor of the house Mm -hmm. and all Republicans were in one big room with the desk and all Democrats in a big room with the desk. And then you had some secretaries in a pool and that was it. And if you wanted to go to house research, which I did all the time, I love them. It was largely students, uh, working, working their way through law school Mm -hmm. and they were superb. I but can't. That was the extent of our operation. If you wanted to uh, uh, write a press release, you had to write it yourself. I talked to George Latimer about this when he was mayor. He said he had about two guys on his staff, about two people. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 you're you're in the same boat. You guys were in the same era. Uh, my God, yeah. your time in office looks like something we wish we still had. Uh, it's just, it's just amazing what's happened. Uh, no, thank you. I, I, uh, 
I hope we can yeah, stay in touch with you. That you can have these massive. I think the worst part is that these are massive political armies that permanently declare war and ask the, ask the public to put up with their gridlock and then pay the bill. That's exactly what mm-hmm. we, we coined the phrase that the the political class, the, the elected officials seem to be on a third rail that has nothing yeah. to do with us. It has nothing to do nothing with the to do with us at all. And all they want is more money. Yes. So uh, Ken Olson wishes to address you. Governor, where where do we find hope? Um, you said to ignore I the parties, go after the issues. Where does hope lie? Yeah, no, I'm, you're absolutely right. Um We've got to get people to agree to run for office. So many are talented, but they don't want to run because of the social media. Uh, But we've got to get beyond that. We've got to encourage good, talented, bright people uh, to come in and serve their time in the legislature and in local government. And then they can go back and resume normal life. Uh, But it really is with candidates. Well, we have our work cut out for you because, as you said, it's going to cost a fortune compared to what it used to cost. Oh, my gosh, it's dreadful. I mean, I can't imagine a legislature. I mean, what do you do with all those employees? Yeah, yeah. Give them raises like we just did. Yeah, yeah pay them. Yeah. <laughs> money. I mean, I mean, I wouldn't know what to do. I mean, I was in the Army. I you kind of have to hire a staff sergeant just to march him around. Yeah. <laughs> Governor, I hope we can stay in touch. It's been a pleasure oh, to talk I would to you. Be honored. Absolutely honored. Thank you. We, Thanks. We've got your number, so I'll contact you. But I've got one final question. Where is the sweater? Oh, you know, that's a good. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. I gave it to my son in St. Paul, and he was supposed to bring it over to the Historical Society. They requested it, but I haven't got a clue what happened to it. Uh, uh, I hope it's eBay. He sold it to the highest bidder. That was the moth-eaten University of Minnesota sweater. (laughs) Why why did you give it to Tucker? He used to take my lunch money at Cretan way back when. Well, no, he, he was a good kid. Changed, has he? He's a good kid. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a wonderful guy. Um, I, I, I'm going to give him a call and ask him what happened to the jacket. I think he brought it over to the Historical Society. Text yeah. text me at that number and let me know. I would. I really do want to know. Well, give give if I've got your text, I certainly will. Okay, right, I'll send you a text after the show. Thank you, you sir. Deal. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Here's the deal, folks. Well, wow, it's a hard act to follow. There. Can I can I be honest? Go. When I heard you say, Governor, one more question, I seriously thought you were going to work in your zero res ad. All and right, I, everybody. I'm not no, you know what I thought? He's going to work in food. Oh, that's a good point, too. That's oh, a good that's, guess. Well, that can be, too. I can do that. <laughs> well, speaking of food, if you have spilled red wine all over your carpet on Valentine's Day, it needs to be cleaned up. Actually... It's just time to get your carpet clean. Every six months, every year, February is the month for love. So why don't you love your carpet and call Zero Res? Lucky for you, Zero Res does have the Love Your Rug special. Plus, they also have 17,000 Google reviews and a 4.9 rating. Now, the Love Your Rug special, three rooms, Zero Resified, starting at just $119. They're going to throw in a free hallway as well. And for those air ducts, this month takes $75 off when you book your Love Your Rug special and get your air ducts zero res clean. The number to call is 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z or go online to 
ZeroResMinnesota.com and tell them you want the Rookie Love Your Rug special. It's easy. Protect your employees and customers by getting your business zero resified. Call the pros and they'll give you your commercial cleaning estimate. Spelled forwards or backwards, it spells the same, zero res. Uh, eight, uh, 1998 to me seems like yesterday. Oh, my God. And and the governor agreed that what's what's eerie, what's, what's off-putting is how fast these changes have taken place. Yeah. And can you imagine what it would be like to have a governor. I didn't see eye to eye with Arnie on a lot of stuff, but you know what he was? Common sense. He you was asked a guy. Him, would you, would you uh, squander an $18 billion surplus, Arnie? <clears throat> Hell no, he oh. said. <laughs> how, about, how about signing off on a new, are you kidding me? I mean, he, he, he worked for the people. Joe, the problem is everybody who's in the, the government right now, the governor on down, are mocking Arnie and us for this discussion and for that letter well, as being old back. and pathetic and not in the know and not understanding and Luddites and every other insult. And Walls will not give Arnie an audience. Yeah, how about that? Courtesy, the professional, professional courtesy. courtesy. Yes. That's, even all, that's all that should be. He even invited Governor uh, Ventura in for the weed deal. That's Remember right. when they yeah. announced the weed thing? Yeah. Yep. And uh, gee whiz, uh, I didn't know Arnie was going to say that Walls was a great disappointment to him too. Yeah. Because what a disappointment this guy is. I right. there, right. that's, no, he said, "I regret endorsing." Oh my that's God! Is there any way, that, Chris? Can we post his letter to the editor? Is there any way? Every, yes. Everybody in Minnesota should read this letter. To I'll the include. Editor. I'll have John send it to me and include it as a uh, as a link to the show later today. Yep. Well, that was wonderful. It's got to happen more often, and I think we have the contacts that can make stuff like that happen more often. Yeah, it was. I um, didn't even want to read Arnie's letter today unless it was possible to talk to well, him. Well, I was at his mercy. I had sent him a, uh, an email, and then I just saw a random call that I didn't know, and I figured it just it might, might be, be worth a shot. Yep. It was. Well, it was great. Yep, that was that was really good. He All sounds right, pretty sharp for, for eighty nine. I was just going to gonna say. I'd vote for him before I, you know what I mean? He's yeah. great for 89. He sounds a lot sharper than Biden. Oh, you mean uh, like uh, like this? People like Trump. I guess I should clear my mind here a little bit and not say what I'm really thinking, but let me be clear. He always says, let, yes. me, let me be clear. It's what was that? Touch. Uh, he he had a little bit of a malfunction at the podium yesterday. Did he go? Well, what uh, was the event? What's the context? I don't know, but he's. This is uh, from the PBS NewsHour. Did he go? What's his name? Uh, who's lipless guy? I can't think of his name. Lip McConnell. McConnell. Did McConnell. he go McConnell on him? You know, it would be fun, Chris, lipless. is to play just a short five-second clip of Arnie saying anything, and then play the Biden clip yes, afterwards. Great idea. The, uh, that the problem is, though, is as I'm recording on here, I can't play back right. from the same track. Right. I don't want to hear why you can't. I, I want to hear how same. you can. Even, Even I out. understand Figure that. it out. <laughs> Even <laughs> I get it. Yeah, okay. Yep, sure. Yeah, sure. Uh-huh. Holy mackerel. That was good. 
Boy, that happened quick. Interesting when you asked him about the $18 billion and he talked about what was it, a $2 billion deficit and how yeah. they had to buckle down yeah. to get uh, the ship back on track. That was an interesting uh, Well, exchange. you know what they did, alarmingly? They cut expenses. What? Yep. They cut oh, is that what you do that? Money? There's going to be children that are starving. That's what they the did. Heck? What about children? all those teachers that are on strike every year, all year? We got to pay them some. The question I was going to ask was about that one Minnesota budget that you had, but I didn't want to put him in that awkward position of ripping. This. You know what I'm saying? But here's what you're up against. Here's what GLers are up against. He's right. These people have, there's an army behind the Lee Finkies of the world. Well, you saw the, there's George, an army. You saw the George Soros story, right? Yeah. Yeah. What, taking over radio? Including the neighbor. Yeah. Well, good for them. Thank God you get down on your hands and knees every day and thank God you work for Hubbard. You know, Liz Collin had the best line, though, about that saying, I didn't think it was going to be possible for WCCO to go farther left. Yeah. <laughs> and she's right. Here's the other problem, though. He's obviously a liberal on social issues and common sense on money issues. You can't do that now. You can't right. be that politician now on, right. either, on either party. You can't do it. They won't let you. Yeah. Well, we're waiting. Are we waiting for huh. what? For height. What for I, love. I just have Welter. What about Patrick? What about the love? Oh crap! I forgot. About, I'll text him and say one fifteen. Yeah. So what will? Yeah. I'm in no hurry to leave. Today. John, when you break, yes, sir, to the Rookster. Okay. You so there'll Walter? be yeah. two news segments or one. Uh Joe. What? Probably just one. Half, one right? half news segment, and then Pat. Any chance you have that fatality this morning in Arden Hills? I do not. I, when I looked at it, it wasn't, to my knowledge, I didn't know if it was a fatality. I didn't put it in. There. It is. Let's not bring it up then. Okay. Went to Mancini's last night. Oh, you, you know what I had? You, no, you did not have chicken. Steak. Oh, good. What oh. did you have? Petite filet. Petite why, do you, filet. why do you get the petite filet? Just get the large. Well, because petite was plenty. They're New York strip ain't bad either. But you know what the uh, best yeah. is? The best volume, value? Their steak sandwich. Yeah. It's like the one they have at the fair. It it's, is the one from the fair. Yes, it's perfect. It's no tendons. It's delicious. And I had a steak, too, last night from that uh, quarter of beef. We we bought these steaks thicker than a farm girl's thigh, man. It, it, it takes it? a while to work uh, for them. Uh, <laughs> Uh, she does this thing in the cast iron frying pan. Yeah, in the skillet. Huh? I don't know. You're going to have to talk to her, Matthew. Okay, That's not my department. Right. But it was delicious. I love that. I love thicker than a farm girl fat. Yeah. Uh, I can't eat any steak with tendons or fat. I have to have the fillet. Well, you got to just trim it out, John. No, you I got to have the fillet. Out, I, I can't eat. The New York my, is the most flavorful. Can we get going here? Yeah. Here's a little height family fact for you. My mother used to eat the fat. I mean, literally just oh, put yeah. it on, on, on purpose. Under, yeah. some, uh, on, under some belief Jesus. that it was good for her? No, she just liked the way it tasted. Oh, God. Yeah, the grizzle. She liked the grizzle. The the big pieces of fat that are on the yeah, edges. That's what uh, 
Freddie the gardener would save so, me the white meat. Well, how old was your mom when she died? Well, she was 72, oh, Joe, but well, she, okay. also, she also <laughs> smoked. She died when she was about 12. Well, she smoked two to three packs a day that, from the age of 14 on. So. Two to three packs a day and all the fat you can eat. That, that, that was my mom right that there. Yeah. And wait a minute. How long did she go? 72, Kenny. That's a good run. Pretty good for the cigarettes That's and the bad. fat. Yeah. Not bad. <laughs> Don't start smoking again. We'll see. Oh. Thinking about it. Look at him. Kenny, can you give me a Maple Grove? Can we do to. something? Well, <laughs> I don't have a deal. Oh, that's right. We know it's up on a shelf that somewhere. Room, that room has been going around. <laughs> He's the only man on the show without a deal. He's <laughs> Joe Great things you could always expect with Liberty Safes and Maple Grove Lock and Safe. Always expect a sale on Liberty Safes to be going on and always expect Liberty to have your back either through their lifetime transferable warranties or their privacy policy, which is new and awesome. And if you're a GLer, here's the important stuff. You can always expect a little something, something extra when you shop at Maple Grove Lock and Safe. When you purchase a Liberty Safe from Maple Grove Lock and Safe, be sure you tell Rich, the owner, you're a resident of Gumption County, and he's going to set you up with something you'll definitely need, like free installation of a, an electrical accessory kit. You buy it. It's not that expensive. Rich puts it in for free. And now this is no matter what. If you're a GLer, Rich will always give you 15% off quick combination and key vault safes. These are the little ones that sit on your nightstand, your desk drawer, something that keeps your goodies hidden um, and allow for quick access when you need when the need arises. But when you're gone, your stuff is safe. Here's what you're going to do. Start the acquisition process. Log on to maplegrovelockandsafe.com right now. Find the safe quiz under the information center tab, and then take the test. Find out which safe is best for you. Then pick up the phone. Call Rich, 763-328-0628. Better yet, just stop into the shop, 6901 East Fish Lake Road, and prepare yourself to own the best safe ever made the Liberty Safe from MapleGroveLockAndSafe.com. If you went to Mancini's, why didn't you have the mutton? You know, all the... Uh, <laughs> I've been writing long enough to uh, have written about virtually everybody that comes up. and Except for us. And Arnie yeah. has no trouble talking to me. Garrison Keeler finally came through. It's the current people that won't talk to you. And Why? Because they're pandas. That, and they can't understand why anyone would have a different opinion than their own. You're Our, exactly right. right. It's just amazing. Well, they can't argue their point. They weren't even in debate class. Yeah. You should be able to argue your point till the sun goes down. I mean, what? Arnie, what's his name? Uh, uh, Tim, Tim Walls has resolutely spent time perfecting ignoring us. He like won't even, refusing to join you know, us. He won't even go out state unless it's a contained event and the outsiders, meaning conservatives, aren't there. Here is John Height. You know, and as recently as, uh, what, 10 years ago, Mark Dayton was happy to come on the stage with you. Uh, absolutely. Oh, God, he was so every fun. Year, yeah. Did the ice Didn't Paul Wellstone come on the stage? He said, every year he came on, yeah. uh, he would come and talk to us. See, yeah. the, uh, the American male has uh, changed quite a bit. Yeah. And the political class is really but yeah, changed. Yeah, yeah. Politics has changed. Yeah. It's so vicious now that you. Yeah. 
Hmm. Uh, in uh, uh, this news brought to you by North American Banking Company, I was thinking of something else here. I'll have to let the listener know, though. Uh, we we're talking about my mother eating steak fat when I was a yeah. kid, right? She liked yeah. steak fat a lot. You know, whenever she did something like that, we'd uh, give her static about it. You know what her answer was? Huh. I grew up in the Depression. We didn't oh, have yeah. so always. <laughs> we always. didn't have food. Yeah, we had fat. fat. We had large sandwiches. We'd, we'd have to boil shoes and eat tongue. We had to eat the sand that blew in under the door. That's the right. So. <laughs> was she a North Dakota woman? Uh, she was. Yeah, she grew up uh, in North Dakota. It's funny, back then in the Depression, you just had basically random people gnawing on uh, tree limbs and That's things right. like that. <laughs> in the news, the Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport received a $20 million federal grant yesterday to help out with its Terminal 2 expansion. It's all part of uh, the airport's $240 million project of adding two gates on the north side of Terminal 2. The federal grant awarded through the Federal Aviation Administration's Airport Terminals Program. That received a $5 billion boost through bipartisan infrastructure legislation. Uh, according to a press release, the program funds airport terminals on airport rail access projects and airport-owned traffic control towers. According to the MAC, construction is expected to start in the spring of this year, continue through 2026. The new gates should be opened in 2027. Last year, the MAC announced a $1.1 billion capital project for 2024, the organization's largest construction budget that's fine it's all needed i imagine but they didn't get a federal grant they got your money ah teachers with saint paul public schools voted to authorize a strike yesterday over two-thirds of the union's 3,689 members voted with 92 percent voting yes to a strike according to a news release from saint paul uh, federation of educators if necessary the union said a strike date will be released at a later time the union has to give the school district 10 days notice before the first day of the strike union leaders say they're asking for additional mental health teams lower health insurance costs and better wages in response district officials say there are ongoing negotiations but add the union is uh, what the union is asking for is almost 100 million dollars over budget uh speaking of saint paul schools dr joe gothard St. Paul Schools recently named 2024 National Superintendent of the Year BFD. by the American Association of School Administrators. A $10,000 scholarship will be presented in Gothard's name to a student either at his alma mater in Madison or in his current district. In order to be eligible for the National Superintendent of the Year award, candidates first needed to be named State Superintendent. He earned that back in October. Gothard has been the superintendent of St. Paul Schools since 2017. My dad here? Who keeps growling underneath their microphone? When you're with my dad, that's what he does. <laughs> Gothard was recently named as a finalist for the superintendent position at Madison Metropolitan School District in Wisconsin. I know a guy who eats like that. No, where he likes the food so much, he's going. Mm. You're oh, have I you? Say, you have to get out. I, I'm sorry to be serious in this moment oh. of frivolity, but have you read the rest of the letters to the editor today? I glanced at him, Kenny. Uh, it's just pure propaganda. It's yep. so irritating. Minnesotans are have become a different breed. Why? Uh, anyway, go or ahead. Maybe John. they always. Oh, were, and yeah. you know what's going to be fun? We all have to make sure we read uh, the Star Tribune tomorrow, so we can see the hysterical reaction to uh, Governor Carlson's letter, because yeah. you know they're going to publish all sorts of naysayers. A school bus driver arrested on suspicion of impairment yesterday morning after a bus carrying four dozen students ran off the road in Rush City. 
The Chisago County Sheriff's Office said it received a report of a bus off the road on Game Avenue at about 8.15 a.m. Deputies got there within minutes. A sergeant noticed signs of impairment when talking to the bus driver. The Sheriff's Office says the driver, identified as 59-year-old Cara French of Harris, was booked into jail on suspicion of DWI. There were 49 students on the bus. Fortunately, none were injured, according to the Sheriff's Office, and they were all brought to school on a different bus. Did so you she see was uh, she was half in the bag at eight in the morning. Apparently, maybe not half in the bag. Maybe all the way in. The bag. Did you see the footage? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she backed into the basketball hoop. She looked like she might have spent some time at the lounge. <laughs> it, it looked like she fell asleep. Yeah, yeah. She just kept going and well, going. Didn't and she going. hit the brakes because she she skidded down the driveway, right? Or was that a street? Swerve past the house and into a hedgerow and a snow drift and. The uh, Department of Revenue, uh, we talked a bit about this earlier, is making a third attempt to get one-time tax rebate checks to thousands who have not gotten them yet or who failed to cash the ones they previously got. Replacement checks to recipients who met income guidelines will start going out in the mail next week. They should all be out by the middle of March. (laughs) Now, previous rounds of checks, remember were sent by a vendor called Submittable Holdings based in Missoula, Montana. Uh, We don't have anybody here that could do it. This time around, that'll be different. They'll come directly from the state of Minnesota. Uh, they could have from the first time. Yeah, and the checks, uh, probably some got thrown away because they looked like some sort of uh, junk mail. They 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 looked really weird. They threw mine away. You know what the citizens should do? They should take a page from what the Minnesota Department of Revenue does when you underpay them by twenty dollars and they send that threatening letter <laughs> right. that they're gonna take your they're gonna take your paycheck and your house and your firstborn. You should send them one of those letters. See how that turns out for you. The Basilica block party is coming back this summer after a two year hiatus, but it won't happen. Is that ever so never, they managed to get in the news? Yep. I do love the fact though that they're going to have it, and they're going to call it the Basilica Block Party, and it's going to be nowhere near the no, Basilica. Yeah, Boom Island. <laughs> Boom Island, yep. And uh, not the usual dates either. This year it'll be at Boom Island Park on August 2nd and 3rd. According to its website, the lineup will include more than 10 bands across the festival. Last year, organizers announced an extension to its 2022 hiatus. The last block party was held in September of 2021, where attendees were required to provide proof of vaccination. In 2020, the festival was canceled due to the pandemic. The Summer Music Festival started back in 1995. It's typically held in July. Do they have, have they announced any um, bands yet? I've not seen any notices, and I looked on the website. There's nothing there for bands. All right. Uh, National International News, Alexei Navalny, who crusaded against official corruption and staged massive anti-Kremlin protests as President Vladimir Putin's fiercest foe, died in the Arctic penal colony where he was serving a 19-year sentence. Russia's prison agency made the announcement he was 47. At stunning news, less than a month before an election that will give Putin another six years in power, brought renewed criticism and outrage directed at Putin, who has cracked down on all opposition at home. Navalny felt unwell after a walk, according to the Federal Penitentiary Service, and lost consciousness. They said there's no cause of death as of yet. He's been behind bars since January 2021, when he returned to Moscow to face certain arrests after recuperating in Germany from a nerve agent poisoning that he blamed on the Kremlin. Since then, he was convicted three times, each of which he was rejected. uh, He rejected as politically motivated. Condemnations of Putin and Russia were quick. German Chancellor Olaf Scholz said Navalny has probably paid for his courage 
with his life. Standing at Scholz's side, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky said Putin doesn't care who dies in order to hold him into his position. Latvian President Edgars Rinkovic said Navalny was brutally murdered by the Kremlin. That's a fact and something one should know about the current regime in Russia. Former world chess champion turned Kremlin opponent Garry Kasparov said Putin tried and failed to murder Navalny quickly and secretly with poison, and now he's murdered him slowly and publicly in prison. Uh, British Foreign Secretary David Cameron echoed the remarks of uh, Vice President Kamala Harris, Harris saying a further sign of Putin's brutality. Whatever the story they tell, let us be clear, Russia is responsible. Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley blasted Donald Trump for his past praise of Putin after hearing of Navalny's death. Haley writing on X, Putin did this, the same Putin who Donald Trump praises and defends. Maybe Tucker Carlson could put this into context for us. Yeah, you know. Yeah. It's a great country to live in and everything. And boy, their grocery stores work well and stuff. Just in clean subways, man. They're really clean. I d- okay, I, I know you're you're having some fun with Tucker. No, I'm not having fun. He's a well, I won't say what he is, but I heard. Wow. Okay, uh, sorry, wrong wrong choice of words. Did you see the video of the grocery store though? No, I didn't. Well, the, his... I don't look for that kind of sh- stuff. <laughs> Careful. I see, call... I almost swore, and now you did almost. Yeah. Okay. That was some heavy-duty background. I, did, I didn't realize such reactions were going to be elicited by this. But my point is... Well, this is... I can... You want me to go for about 10 minutes? I can. Well, who gets to I go will... to that grocery store, Chris? <clears throat> I want to know... The uh, Politburo? Okay. I'll, I'll I want to know who you two, John and Joe... Who do you trust? Whose reporting do you trust? Right now, nobody. If you if you would like to talk about Tucker Carlson's reporting, I'd gladly talk no, about that. No, I want to know who you trust. Right I now, respect- nobody. Yeah, I, I trust uh, some of the guys. Uh, uh, Victor Davis Hanson. Uh, some of the guys. Victor Davis Hanson loves Trump. I know, but I love his writing. I can, My, I, uh, I can look the other way when he comes to Trump. Who do you trust, John? I, I do not trust Vladimir Putin, number one. He's not a reporter. Well, the reporter, what name a reporter that you trust? See, Don Riley, Tom Hauser, Tom Hauser. I'll, I don't trust anybody either. I'm not trying to play gotcha with you. I I just, there's nobody to trust. I have a a question. I trust the carpet green heroes at zero res. How is the Navalny story in any way related to the reporting? That all I'm saying is Vladimir Putin is a dictator, a despot who will kill anybody, lied through his teeth to Tucker Carlson. Tucker yeah, Carlson bought He's a murderer, every... John. He's worse than that. He's a murdering, oh, yeah. evil, uh, yeah. psychopath. I absolutely agree. There's no way I'm going to defend him. And Tucker just... Carlson bought everything hook, line, and sinker. Or, see, and this is what we talked about before the show, speaking of people being compromised. He's compromised. Uh, he's compromised. And he's yeah. proved it ever since the Ukraine thing started yeah. that he's compromised. But groceries were nice and cheap, though, is the whole. Yeah. Well, you know, you I'm, can take your groceries and you can. <laughs> but the point I'm trying to make is there's nobody left in this world to trust. Nobody. The end. But I the, trust. Oh, who I trust? Well, who do you trust then, John? I don't. I'm talking about the Navalny thing. I'm talking about the Navalny thing. I trust Bobby Orr. I, Okay, that's just. Do you? Okay, I'm going real black helicopter now. What? In your, in your heart of hearts, in your heart yeah. of hearts, do you think Vladimir Putin does not have Donald Trump compromised? Of course he does. I think everybody. Yeah, I, I, I think you he should does. have a helicopter sounder. 
I wish I you know. Yeah, we should. Yeah, it's I'm usually you guys, but I'm back. going there today, guys. John, I think you're looking for a fight where there isn't one. John, yeah, I'm this not, story drives me crazy. Oh, this story drives me crazy. Joe, be quiet. John and I are trying to get mad at each other here. Um, no, I'm no, not I agree mad. with everything I'm, you said, I'm John. mad at the story, not not at you. Yeah, yeah, it, it it's despicable. I agree. Yeah, but somehow but I, he's a know, hero. I, he's a hero to the right right now. Can you tell me why? Putin is. I can't tell you. I cannot tell you why. That's why I don't trust anything about. Whoops. That sounds pretty good. That sounded like Roycey interviewing Tom Kelly. That was Roycey. There we go. There we go. Really, really, timing is everything. All right, I'm done. I'll never go Hold back. On, the- because you are about to get 7 million emails by what you just said. I don't really care. President Trump, and I know you don't care, and I, for the most part, don't either. But while you say that, then the Biden family is in the back pocket of China. Oh, Sorry. really? Hmm. That's interesting. Go ahead. They're in the and back it. pocket of somebody. Well, it's obviously not, as my next story will tell you, <laughs> Burisma. FBI informants been charged with fabricating a multi-million dollar bribery scheme involving John, President Biden. I don't even believe this. I believe everything about this and is and there's absolutely The FBI's been weaponized to be favor, <laughs> to favor Biden. I don't trust the FBI. I don't trust anybody. You know nobody. What? There's nobody in this earth nobody. that I trust. You know well, what? I can just make up news then, right? Because And I wouldn't trust I mean, that. If you don't either. believe any of these God, I trust you, you know who I trust, John? That Ooh. drunk that crashed the school bus yesterday. <laughs> she's got more crash. You know she got a direct line. Yeah, she's the only one I trust. This, this newscast, which has devolved into chaos. Yes, it has. It's kind of proof fun, that it's over. There's, yeah. It's, everything's done. Yeah, everything's everything's done. Including yeah, this over. segment? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I no, I am not trying to fight with Which, you at all on this, John. No, I'm not. I'm, and I, I'm not mad at you guys. I'm mad at the story. Yeah, Rod Stewart I sold his catalogs. I liked him, Valney. I liked what I knew of him. What? What's there to dislike? I mean, right. he was brave enough to fight against a regime that's obviously in the hands of a bloodthirsty <laughs> rat bastard. How that's come right. the chef guy is still walking the earth? Shouldn't Putin have had him killed by now? Mm-hmm. You think Oops. so? Uh, the chess dude you mentioned. Um, well, yeah, but he's uh, he doesn't live in Russia, so he can't. Oh, he'll him. find him. He'll yeah. find him. As long well, as he first. Oh, go ahead, sir. First tried to kill Navalny, what, in Poland? Not Poland. Where was it? England, maybe? England. Tried to poison him there. Yeah. You couldn't write this crap. This is worse than any spy novel I've ever read. Rob Tom Smith. Slow horses. Well, what are you doing? I'm waiting for Rook. Oh, are we? we, Yeah, we're going to talk about Ray and Welter. Okay, well, then let me me get into mindset here. Um, (laughs) It's eating season. Psych yourself up. Rookie here, now don't you swelter. Gonna lay it down for Ray and Welter. If wow. you got a lot of furnace making a funky noise, call the furnace fixtures with all the poise. Certified dudes checking all the switches, making it all right for you. Oh, wait, that doesn't work, does it? <laughs> uh, maybe I, uh, I'll, I'll try something else. Maybe I'll just play it straight. Welter heating and air conditioning. Um, did you actually write rap lyrics for this yeah. ad? Checking, making the dudes, <laughs> checking all the switches, making it right for all of you. Yep. Stitches. Uh, 612-825-6867. If your furnace is making a funky noise, that's nothing to leave to chance. You get those certified techs over to your home, and you call 612-825-6867 during business hours. It's answered by a human being. 
And they'll very happily tell you about the 120 years of experience that they have at the Welters and that there's four generations of Welter family members. It's just that they serve the metro area. And of course, technology has changed over the years. That's where the techs are certified. Heating, cooling, air purification system, and their website, which is free to look at, welterheating.com. Click on the blogs and you just might solve a problem that you have uh, listed there. And that's for free, man. So welterheating.com is the website. Call them if you need a tune-up. They do that as well. 612-825-6867. I'm out. Not a Garage Logic Town Council member. Here's what you're missing. You know, you kind of remind me of Joe, especially today. One of those snobs that lives over in Great Britain that just poo-poos everything America. Wow. Really? Yeah. Tay Tay, football parties. You not like happiness, Joe? Matthews parties. <laughs> All American football hero. Half <laughs> of America's sweethearts. Yeah. I mean, they're literally the the royalty of the United States of America, and you hate half. I gotta give her credit when she slugged down that beer on the scoreboard that was pretty cool she can drink a beer that was pretty cool go behind the scenes of garage logic with unfiltered audio and video access invites to exclusive events an emailed newsletter from the mayor himself and more by signing up at garagelogic.com oh uh rook i was texting Roycey. is it okay that i share that number Pat wants to reach because I said Joe, where we had Carlson on, and he's oh, Tarney, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> I need to talk to Arnie. About what was something. the alone in the wilderness guy? What was his name? Dick Prennick. The only way to gain happiness in this world, I'm not making my own hammer and nails and stuff. You like have that. to completely shut out everything. That's Every tough to time. do. When we do this, though, that's tough to do. Impossible. We're in the wrong business for that. Yep. You guys didn't let me get to the rest of my black helicopter. The whole Republican Party is compromised by Putin. <laughs> Look at the governor. Governor Arnie Carlson. Dear Matt, thank you for the opportunity to be on the show. I'm a bit rusty, but Joe has a great sense of humor and makes guests Yo, feel comfortable. I, uh, I'll text I just you spoke to Tucker, um, who is down in Costa Rica building a home. Show, okay? They are by the ocean, but do their own farming and truly love it. He well wow. remembers you as rookie and sends his best. I inquired okay. about the sweater, and it is wow. in his closet in St. Paul. I'm right here. He will bring it to the Historical Society. Can Do convey me? my gratitude to Joe nice. for a relaxing, informative, and humorous interview. All my best. Arnie, I guess right. you get to call Does him Does he Arnie. have a kid named Tucker? Yes, yes. He was called Tucker in high school. He was a couple years ahead of me. Is that group. his name, Tucker? Yeah, he oh, had it with right. Barbara. Barbara, they had three kids. I think one. Wait, from son is seriously named Tucker Carlson? That's his nickname, yes. But the, was that before the other Tucker Carlson? This was in high school, yeah. Arnie Helga Carlson. I don't think Barbara had him, though. Didn't they adopt him? Uh, that I don't know. I just know he called her mom. Yeah. I partied with him in the 80s. Uh, he would be better? He would be a party style guy. He had that kind of that long flipping hair thing. Yeah. Like kind of not punk, but that was a nice letter. Nice, nice response there. Uh, you don't get that. Yeah. Well, I'm we're gonna take a break after Pat. Yeah. I'm trying to hear the song. Huh? I'm trying to hear the song. Hey, you guys, who is the San Diego pitcher that nobody wants? Is, what What is the problem there? Money. Oh. Wants a lot of money. He's oh. a five-and-fly guy. What's that mean? 
That means he pitches five innings and uh, says, see you later a lot of times. He's oh. not a, he pitched fewer innings than any Cy Young Award winner in history, but he's uh, he wants ungodly money, so uh, I, I don't know. Are you you know what might happen? I can see the Twins Carlos Correa deal coming around the corner. <laughs> you know, he gets the you get him for one year, and you hope he doesn't come back. <laughs> but uh, you know, then, then you end up uh, getting then you get the, you know that I keep saying that the only team more surprised to get Carlos Correa back was the Twins. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the Twins were more surprised than anybody else because they thought it was a one year deal. So. Uh, anyway, they could do something like that with him, but I don't, uh, I don't think so. I don't think they're going to, I don't think they want to add 30 million to the payroll when they don't have much of a TV deal at all. So are you, you at know, the yard? No, I was there for a while this morning. I went home. Yeah. But, uh, how is Arnie? How's Arnie doing? Charles? It was wonderful. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's hard to imagine that, uh, 1998 to you and me seems like yesterday and things were going great. And uh, all of a sudden we're in the bleeper. <laughs> yeah. Well, Arnie, what's Arnie? Arnie's against both of both, uh, candidates. I would think, huh? Arnie, uh, Arnie has a very strong sense of financial responsibility, and he's shocked that the governor blew an $18 billion surplus. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's... Uh, and he wouldn't have signed is, uh, off on a billion-dollar office building either. Okay. Well, I got to talk to Arnie because I was down visiting Glenn Taylor yesterday at Naples. And did a long interview with him, of kind of, uh, you know, getting out of sports, uh, supposedly, although these guys haven't finished it yet. But uh, he told me the whole story about Arnie. I mean, it's been told before, but about Arnie was the one who got him to buy the Timberwolves when nobody else was buying them. So. Mm -hmm. Were you very complimentary of Glenn Taylor's ownership of the yes. newspaper? Hello, boss. <laughs> I, uh, I did not get into that, but you know what I did? Something I rarely do. I taped it. Oh. Hour and 37 minutes I got to go through here. But, Did you have uh, oh. Sid's big, huge tape recorder and <laughs> microphone? And no, 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 I did it on my phone. But when you're uh, when you're interviewing the boss, you pretty much want to make sure you don't get that theory <laughs> in the wrong place. What's, uh, what's Glenn got in Naples? A little apartment? Yeah, he's got a nice little plot spot there. Yeah, I'd say it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> Let's just put it this way. We didn't know which door to go in. So yeah. that was, <laughs> was the fr in the front, was there water? Oh, God. No, in the back. But it's actually, the you know, it's a double front thing. But the, when you the front, you come in, the water's on the other side. But he's not on the Gulf. He's on, uh, there's a channel that leads out to the Gulf. Well, there's but nothing wrong with that. that uh, and then across the way, there's a hunk of land. Yeah. And uh, with big trees and stuff, and uh, he said that's where the hurricane stopped <laughs> and oh. went right and went right. So they were uh, they got hit, but not not very bad. Well, if you need Arnie, he's in Punta Gorda, so he's not far from you. Oh, really? So yeah. he went to Florida too? Huh? Oh hell, who out. who doesn't? Right. Yeah. <laughs> he's living down here now, so he's a tax dodge. He's living in Minnesota for five months and not. No, no, we don't. We six don't. Months in a day. We, we yeah, six months in a day. No, we don't right. know. That I don't know. I might be down there for a week. We hope he is because, yeah. Yeah, yeah, why wouldn't yeah. you? Yes, well, uh, because you got to pay the sales tax down here. What is it, 42% or something? <laughs> on everything, 
It's unbelievable. Say, but, uh, uh, did the Gophers blow a big lead yesterday? Yeah, but this time they did it against a good team. Okay. Uh, the Iowa, Iowa, they did it against a bad team, but uh, Purdue was pretty good. And uh, there was something that occurred during the game that had me very upset for the entire game. All right. At the idiot announcers. Yeah. Who was who watched the game? Raise your hand. I, I did not. I didn't either, Pat. I'll be honest. John, you didn't. How about no, you? no, I didn't oh, see it. Okay. I'm sorry. Are you even asking me? <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Bother. Okay, good. But, thank you. Uh, what we needed was a double pump layup at an important time. <laughs> All right, thank you. But so Ben Johnson gets a technical in the in the early in the second half, right? He gets a technical. Yeah. Well, Purdue already has a ball. Okay. When the technical is called, Purdue's the Purdue's already coming back up the court, and they call the technical, and they Purdue then shoots one. Two free throws, they make one free throw. Okay. And all we're hearing the whole bleeping rest of the game is how that technical foul changed the momentum. It was one bleeping <laughs> point, you morons. Yeah. And they kept saying that and saying it. And I almost threw a tennis shoe at the TV. Yeah. And I was like, Shut up, you idiots. Yeah. Rob, Robbie Hummel, of course, being a neutral. Yeah, Robbie Hummel being a neutral observer, former Purdue star. Six-year, yeah, Purdue player. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he played there. He was the first six-year guy, wasn't he? I think so, yeah. yeah. And the Timberwolves had about a 50-point lead, so I didn't watch that because I figured they couldn't even blow that, and they did not. Uh, they were ahead. They uh, they let her get down to six or eight or something, but they were ahead 44 to 14. Yeah. And uh, they hit the – they only have – Less than you know, a fraction less than a third of the season remaining. They got their thirty nine and uh, sixteen. What is it? Thirty nine and sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. One game lead. Uh, they're on pace for fifty eight games, fifty eight wins, which would equal their highest total ever in two thousand three four when they were the number one seed in the West uh, and made their only playoff run, but, uh, it's, uh, it's pretty amazing. Amazing. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. Patrick, I always know when you were on your a game and I'll tell you why you were on your a game when you let something so minuscule take you to a boiling point, like no other, like that. <laughs> that's what you know our guys on his a yeah. game. Well, not because I'm mad because the golfers no. can do that with the best of them. For that's one of my talents, belittling the golfers. You know, you know, but shut up. It was point. What in God's name is wrong with you idiots? One point. Yeah. You know, it was uh, did, did you have you seen Purdue, uh, Joe? No. This guy is seven four. Yeah. This Edie guy is seven four. He just moves around like uh, you know a, a Goliath, but uh, he can actually run up and down the court. But they just kind of throw the ball as high as they can, and he tries to toss it over your head with two hands. You know. So <laughs> it's uh, last year. You know they were they, they were a. Uh, Number one or two seed? No, number one seed. They right? were the number one overall seed in oh, the tournament yeah, last they year. They got beat by Farley Dickinson in the first game. And guess what? That could happen again. They aren't that good. Who uh, who will be the Timberwolves All Star representatives? 
We have two, don't they? Uh, ant and two. cat? I think so. The ant and the cat, yes. Yeah. And uh, they, they are both there. And uh, we we were so pompous that we uh, finally having a good team. We were mad that Rudy didn't make it. Yeah. We should have had three. Where is it this well, year? Well, technically, we've got three because we got the coach. Yeah. The oh, Fincher. The right. Where this is it this right. year? Uh, I don't know. Indianapolis? Where? NBA yes, All-Star game? Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Yeah, I don't know that. Town for Ant. That's weird. Ant yeah. can't get in much trouble in Indianapolis, Vinny. I, yeah. I hate to be in Vegas for Ant. We may never see him again. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm big. Indianapolis is a good spot for Ant. Say, Tiger's competing in L.A. He was plus two after the first round. I don't know about today. I haven't checked either, but that's, uh, you know, they need something like that. And uh, he's having back spasms, Pat. Oh. So that's not good. Well, he's uh, not the same, that's for sure. Mr. He's going to go play senior champion, uh, not the not the, not the the champion swing, but do you think he's going to play in their majors? I don't know. It's a good question. I was actually going to ask both of you guys that because Mr. Money Talk reported yesterday that he's got a brand new deal with Adidas. He's got a, a, oh, a yeah. line called he, he Sun some... Day Red. Ah, Sun and Day are separate Sun words. Sun Day Red. Sun oh, Day okay. Red. Yeah, he, he broke up with Nike, right? Yep. yep. That was a... Uh, that was a very profitable relationship for both of them. I think so. Yes. I think so. Well, what else we got, buddy? What else we got? Uh, well, hey, I just found out that the uh, – I didn't realize that down here in uh, in Naples, we have the, uh, the senior event. The uh, first senior event played on the mainland. The other two were – the other one was played out in Hawaii that they – they used to have it in uh, Boca, but uh, the, Naples has had one a long time. And uh, I know Layman's down there. I don't know if the lump's down here. But I did check out, by the way, when I was in Naples yesterday, I stopped at Micklebob's. Yeah. And uh, nice. Maddie, Bob Matson, the man who basically launched your column writing career, Bob yeah. Matson. Yeah. He's, uh, he wasn't in there. He's still the owner. But he's living on the other coast here in Florida, but he's still doing well. He's healthy. His son-in-law runs the place. Uh, Lou Bavaro runs the place now. But uh, He was the state treasurer, to... wasn't he? No. Oddly state enough, he auditor. was the state auditor before Army. Because the state auditor, he ran it like a banana republic out of yeah, a duplex yeah. on <laughs> Grand Avenue. <laughs> they threw him out. They took away his office because he yeah. was living in Florida. Yeah. He beat the rest of the world to Florida. Yes, he did. <laughs> and and that was Micklebobs was his second uh, version of that. His it was he, first he had it was part of the chain of Fat Boys Barbecues down there, and he had to, he had a few of them, and he had to come down and check those out while the state auditing business was passing by. But he is a character man. He's a great guy, and you know he ran. Because his dad was Bob Matson and got elected like sixty times to different offices, yeah. And everybody who betted for him, voted for him, thought they were voting for the other Bob Matson. Yeah, it was great. I'll talk to you Monday. All right, see ya. Very good, thank you. Uh, You know what you can do right now? Get on the schedule to have Hofferman Water. My friends at Hofferman Water and Connecticut come to your home for that free water analysis. Thank you, by the way, to the people that have chimed in and have scheduled their appointment. We appreciate it. 
888-344-2440. That's the number to get on that schedule with Hofferman Water. Uh, I'm a customer. I have been for a number of years now. I'm so glad that I changed the water and upgraded to Connecticut. It's made an amazing difference in the quality of my water. And I know it'll do the same thing for you. Hoffermanwater.com is their website. You go on there, you can see every single water treatment system that they have to offer. So give yourself the gift of better water this 2024 season. Uh, new drinking water system, new water softener. It's all there for you. Hoffermanwater.com. Please schedule that appointment today and let them know you heard about it here in the Garage Logic Podcast. Yes, sir. Gary Lutrook, Frisch. Gary. You know him. Gary Fishback? Yeah, Gary uh, Gary Fishback. Gary's an activity guy. Is he the... Oh, that was Gary Selberg. Yeah, that's Gary Selberg. <laughs> Selberg's awesome. <laughs> He's the big, huge guy that... When he gets on the oh, plane, he kind of fakes to old ladies that are <laughs> terrified that he's going to sit down next to them. <laughs> and he can do a podcast. Hey, I didn't tell you. Going you don't tell to me. Cancun. Yeah. I promise there's a short story. Yeah. Jess and I weren't sitting next to each other. We I upgraded so I have the leg room. Yeah. So I'm in the middle seat. I'm thinking, all right, well, I'll have the guy, whoever the guy sitting next to me switch with Jess. Right. It's a married couple. <laughs> Dude on my left, woman on the right. And I said, hey, do you do you want to switch? See, it's an extra. He goes, no, why? Uh, okay. Uh, and they started handing stuff back and forth to each other. I said, we're not. No, I'm not doing this for four hours. That is. Why so didn't you weird. get the aisle seat and move her in? No, I, w- I was sitting in between a married couple. So I just said, you take the aisle seat and move her into the middle the seat. The guy wouldn't move. Huh. He didn't want to. Wow! I, I, my home. I just said, "Hey, I'm not. I'm not trying to be mean. We're not. You guys are not doing this the whole flight. You're not handing stuff to each I other. Think you're trying to be mean. Did they well, finally switch seats? No, they just couldn't the hand in stuff. <laughs> they did stop doing that, and I felt kind of like a jerk. But I thought, no, you're not doing did that. Did he tell his wife absence makes the heart grow fonder? I don't know, but let's just say I don't think that was wife. Were they one. all? Were they old? He was. She was not. Was she uh, well tended? No. Okay. Oh, and that's why. You're sick of looking at her. I would take separate planes. (laughs) (laughs) Solve that problem. We did in the younger days. Well, Kenny, that's why I took a different I normally put her and the kids on the plane, and I drive there. We rarely go anywhere in uh, the same vehicle together. Rarely. What? Yeah. You got to keep the estate alive if one of them calls She drive a different tractor? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> That's funny. Six fatals on Minnesota highways this week. Wow. Six. Really? Wow. Six of them. Well, Six dead snowed. people. It snowed. Did we have, was that in, the one in Shockby this morning, Kenny F-116? That wasn't a fatal, was it? Um, no. The one I'm today uh, was in, um, what is that town? Yeah, Arden Hills. Arden Hill. Yeah. Well, my, my brother-in-law is happy. My brother-in-law, Matt, is happy because Maria just texted me and said, Matt and I do that all the time. What? Travel what? separately. Oh, it's the best. I so have it fast. I, uh, I travel with my wife. I support. You know what you are. Whatever. Can we do the bleeping show? Are you ready? <laughs> God. Scramble <laughs> time. <laughs> Thank God today is Friday. T G T 
Gary writes, he lives in Mendota Heights, and we know him, so this is real. I know Gary from Mendota Heights. Last year, we wanted to have a large fixed window replaced with a slider style. We didn't want something we'd have problems with in the future. We wanted a good window and expert installers. Renewal by Anderson provided that. We got a big slider window, two double-hung windows, and a new back door. They look and work great. I recommend Anderson to other garage logician thank you gary that's and uh renewal by anderson which brings you this day in history if it's windows you need check out renewals acclaim replacement windows but as gary noted it's not just windows patio doors entry doors renewal by anderson is the best products and the best service they have their own engineering and innovation are you aware of that i did not know that's that. why they came up with the acclaim windows renowned beauty durability and performance Got it. Ask Gary. He already did this. They Everything bring works. The windows to Everything you. works. It's <laughs> like it's supposed to. Custom built. They fit perfectly. Only acclaimed replacement windows are precision manufactured within one sixteenth inch of your opening for a weather tight fit without drafts. Hear that, Kenny? You won't have the wind blowing through your farmhouse. <laughs> you get renewal by Anderson up there. Uh, give the give Anderson a call. Six five one. 7056931 or go to renewalbyanderson.com backslash garage logic. Fantastic. Only because they come to us. Not only from renewal, but from Lake Las Vegas, Nevada, from the traveling Lymans. It's on this day in history. Are you talking about February 16th? On this day in 1855. Fairbowl was platted, surveyed, and mapped, that means. Trader Alexander Fairbowl, son of Jean-Baptiste and Pelagie Fairbowl, mm. had settled there in 1826. You know what? I knew that. On this day. Because I did a book report in second grade. But that was something. <laughs> on, <laughs> on this day. Well, you had that back. back 16. 1860, the Minnesota State. Agricultural Society was incorporated, replacing the territorial society that had previously existed. And finally, on this day, 1864, the Waseca County horse thief detectives were organized in Wilton, one of several such settler colonist groups. It continued to hold social meetings after 1880, and when horse thieving became a thing of the past, it focused its energies on tracing stolen cars. Mm, hey, wow. I'd like that to be a neat thing to be a member of. I think we've done this one before. This well, sounds very familiar. Of course we have. It's this day in history. We did it last February 16th. <laughs> so, so we're just going to trot out the same well, stories every that, year? Along those lines, Kenny, I was thinking as I read these, does these do these ever get updated? It's just recycling the same oh, ones. The same, right? Well, I mean, we well, can it's recycle. Not Tom Lyman doesn't do it. They're from uh, Minopedia. Um, yes, Joe. Once in a while, they'll get updated if something happened last year. There you right. go. There you go. Why is Fairbowl always in the news? Yeah, What's I've so, said that before. What's so important. special about it's a, it? It's a city media whore. 
But really I want to be, I want to, I can imagine the badge they get. The Wash, the Waseca County Horse Thief Detectives. Big badge? Oh, big badge. Uh, like a sheriff's badge. Stars on it. Huh? T-shirts or, oh, or a jacket. Hat, on the, big badge hat. on the back of the jacket. What a neat outfit. Oh. I hope they still exist. In fact, look it up right now. I just Waseca. did, actually. Do they, they still exist, John? They do. There's a story from 2021 wow. in the yes, Waseca, we in the, in the Waseca County News. Uh, it says the uh, Waseca County horse thief detectives would like the public to know horse thieves are not welcome in this territory. And then uh, it talks about their 157th annual meeting and family picnic in Northeast Wonderful. Park in Waseca. Wonderful. I swear we've done that story before, too. Probably a year ago. Probably a year ago or maybe two years ago on February I'm, 16th. I'm being serious when I ask that. I wonder how much they do married to someone on the inside of the horse world. I do know that there are still horse horse. Thieves, horse thieves, horse thieves, rustlers amongst us. Yes. Rustlers, yeah. yeah. There so, are. Oh God, yes. What do they do with them? They sell them. Unfortunately, they shoot horses, don't they? They no, go to the God, glue factory. Jesus, don't. What is wrong with you guys? Mm. Put them in the glue factory. No. I think that's the title of a book. Isn't, isn't it? It, is. they it was a horses? movie. I, no, what am I thinking? Of? It was a book well, they and then a horses, movie. Don't they? Wasn't that the dancing movie? That was yes. with Paul Newman it's, and uh, Steve McQueen, right? No, it wasn't. It's it was also Jane a, Fonda, I think. It's Jane Fonda, but it was also a book first about the same story of noir mystery. Remember when Mongo punched the horse? Yes. Yeah, that was fine <laughs> cinema right there. If you can't get enough of Garage Logic, well then you should join the thousands of GLers who have found us on YouTube. Just search for the Garage Logic podcast and subscribe for near daily content including behind the scenes content, full segments of video shorts. I'll be putting up the interview with Governor Carlson on the YouTube channel today. That's Garage Logic podcast on YouTube. Uh, weekend chat. What happened to the sweater? That was funny. Moffy. I used to yeah. call it a moffy. I know. I know. <laughs> University of Minnesota sweater. Joe, you can join for three dollars. Lifetime membership. Do it. Really? <clears throat> yep. Yeah. Oh, John, John, text me yeah, the info. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Text me the info or email me the info. I'm going to sign up. You will get, you get a, a newsletter. I was just going to say you could get a column out of that. I'm a member of the Waseca Horse Thieves Detectives. <laughs> I've always wanted to be something. You like get a that. number? You think a membership oh, number? Whoa! <laughs> I'm going to send them my three bucks, John. There you go. Well, that was in 2021. I hope it hasn't gone up. What do you got, Rook? Look at that. Is that, Ste is that Stephanie? Do you have, Ste do you have Stephanie? Yeah. Jeez. You're wearing Louie's jacket. Yep. What am I missing? How can you, where huh? did you get that? It's on her. Where did you get that? It's on our website. What website? GarageLogic.com. Oh, yeah. Videos. That video's on, it's featured on the, it's featured, oddly enough, on the YouTube channel. We got all sorts of cool old stuff on there. <laughs> what year was that? 93. 93? When Arnie was governor and the state worked. Well, look, you still had a parade. And the winter carnival worked. You still had a parade. <laughs> I don't think Stephanie had a lot to say. Anymore, no. You're waving. 
Where's Rookie? He's in the beer tent. Yeah. <laughs> John, I'm counting on you to send me that. I'll uh, find something there for you, Joe, and see John, what I can do. I got to join that. Will you do me a favor? Will you also make sure, you, can you send me Arnie's thing with your news stories? I am trying to find it right now on their website. So You're hopefully. the best, John. Well, well. Even though you don't like Tucker Carlson. Oh, he's up. <laughs> Are we still in the council? Yes. I almost said a word I rarely say. You will withhold judgment. You don't really use the big so, body words. Not much. What, Go ahead, Ken. What I'm doing, and I find this happening accidental, it's not on purpose, is I'm trusting independent journalists more and more. Whereas in the early days of internet reporting um, and social media, I didn't trust them at all. And now uh, I find myself not trusting what I'm calling corporate media as opposed to mainstream media. I'm, I'm just not trusting corporate media. And I'm finding that uh, the only way to believe a story is hearing it from somebody who's actually there witnessing it with their eyes and they don't have an agenda. You still have to pick and choose who you follow because it seems like everybody has an agenda. And well, I was just wondering I, how you guys felt. About I can that. give you an example that a story I didn't get to today. I will Monday because I think it's important. Climate activists dumped pink powder oh, yeah. all over the case containing the U.S. Constitution. And they had to close down wherever that is, a hall of independence or whatever. And uh, they had to close it down and evacuate. It was just two white guys, idiots. But uh, I looked it up on purpose. No conventional corporate media covered that. Well, Fox, that's corporate media. But the Washington Post didn't cover it. The New Why? York Times didn't cover it. The Baltimore Sun didn't cover it. To me, that's a big story. A, you're dumping stuff on the Constitution, which tells us that's really at the heart of the mystery. They don't want this Constitution. And B, you had the public cleared out of this popular building and it doesn't make the washington post why would they choose not to cover it you think it, they, they, because it well to, to be conspiratorial because they don't give a bleep that somebody was threatening the constitution oh do you think it was a cover-up a um not a, a cover-up seems like a hard wood word um a soft cover-up it just not, to not by, cover it yeah just not not reporting on it? Yeah, it could have been. Sure. I mean, the, the, we see the kind of the same behavior out of the Star Tribune on certain stories. So, yeah. again, not to throw in a Reavers non sequitur, but is that the same thing as why are we not hearing the names of the Kansas City shooter? Uh, they're juvenile. Could be because he's 14. I don't know. They're, they're oh, juveniles. is that why? Because I, I thought the I read. two are juveniles. Okay, because I thought I read somewhere that he was an illegal. They charged two guys so far that are juveniles okay and what they were shooting at each other correct and the wild bullets nailed the other people uh, yeah okay okay then that then that makes sense okay 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 former governor johnny carlson oh. yeah let's get this out of the way because i need to fight with john a little bit more i didn't oh, get my I, fill fight i'm just joking john yep I but I don't Former Governor Arnie Carlson uh, joins the show. Yep. And tells us he regrets his support Ooh. for Tim Walls. 
threat. Yeah, I don't think I want to talk with. I changed my mind, John. Well, what do you want to about. talk about? God, let's wait till Joe's done. Hell of a headline right there. <clears throat> All right, go ahead. Uh, okay. Uh, just go high and Roycey. What else do we have? You started the show with something. Uh, the climate. Uh, we started with yeah, yeah, leave that out. Uh, I, I, what what you just said was perfect, Joe. Nothing I know, nice but uh, th- so short and sweet. That'll be my that'll be my title. But I need other stuff because they they really want me putting more stuff on here. Well, they're uh, wrong. Oh, uh, <laughs> are you listening, management? China coal <laughs> plants. Thank you. There we versus go. Versus American coal plants. Here we go. Twenty. There's like twenty oh. of them, right? Check out the numbers. Clearly, capitalism causes climate change. See, I think you should have just gone with the United States has been compromised. <laughs> so say us. And it's over. Period. I modified it's that over. one. I said yeah, it's over. Check out the numbers of coal plants in the United States versus China. I would have typed, have you jackasses heard of, of Prenike? That's what we have to do. No, you could put in there another one. Put in there. We have come to the conclusion that whatever it is, is over. Whatever it is. (laughs) Whatever it was. (laughs) Whatever it was is over. Whatever it, I'm capitalizing it, it was, dot, 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 is over. Yeah. Okay, so John, I'm setting myself up for your wrath Tight here. And Royce, I, I, I won't uh, display any wrath. Please don't hate me. <laughs> I seem to hate Tucker less now that he's not on Fox than when I, when he was on Fox, I discounted everything he said. Now I actually give him a listen. And I, this is along the same veins. Hold on, I'm almost yeah, done. Sure. This is along the same veins as John uh, Stewart. John Stewart and Bill, uh, the player, Bill Maher. Those three, for some reason, I, I'm giving them more of an ear now than I ever had in the past. Okay. Then why? I, I don't. What, uh, for what reason? Well, Stewart and Maher, simple, uh, because they have decided that uh, the left is, you know, who Laughable, they used to playable, love, yeah. um, but they're a joke. I can't nail down why I think Tucker is better now. I don't know. But I've seen a couple of things with him that that haven't bothered me the way they would have in the past. Well, the Russian thing alone is enough for me to dispel him forever. Do you think he did that in order to get out with his life? You know what I mean? To get out. To get out of Russia with his life. The, the interview with Putin, he, it had to be a softball, didn't it? I mean, can we, ex- do it? Can well, we yeah. expect anybody on the planet to actually be hardcore with Putin? I don't think we can. Why then? Would, why would he go then? I mean, what? Yeah. Do you think uh, he I got think, there and Putin said, hey, this is softball or you're dead? Is that I what think you're the reason he went there is really easy because he needs the clicks. He needs he needs the followers. Yeah, I, I agree he needs the money, and I think that was the sole reason for doing but it. Everything he ever said on Fox, Kenny, indicated he was he was That's, he was a fan of Putin. 
He was a Who fan of Russia. You speak of. He, uh, yeah. He's been bad in Ukraine ever since this whole thing started two years ago. I mean, yeah. so he definitely had the history to say, you know. How can you be a fan of Putin when he kills his opposition? You tell me. Yeah. I don't know how you can and be a fan of either the Ukraine or Russia. Years. I think they're both F. Well, whatever I, it I is. Think you, I think you can be a fan of the one that doesn't old. attack the other one. That's right. Well, that's a good. It's hard. It's hard. <laughs> I'll to, put it that way. Yeah, I can't. I don't have a comeback for that. <laughs> the one attacks the one, and I'm going to be yeah. on the on the yeah. side of the country that got attacked. What's really weird is uh, this has been. What the hell is the deal with Russia trying to take over the world? This has been their motive uh, operanda. Modus operandi. Jesus walked the earth. <laughs> Modus. There we go. There's the word. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I I don't. Uh, this story just bugs the living hell out of me. It really does, as you could probably yeah. tell. And well, and what what I, I don't know. Don't get me. You mean started. the you mean the guy get the uh, guy getting yeah. killed? Yeah. What's What's really disturbing is he doesn't even try to hide it. No. You know he'll give us some statement saying he's innocent, but it's so obvious to the entire world. Yeah, well, everybody he kills ends up, you know, there's some, oh, yeah, he, this happened, and then <laughs> in the how background. Come are the rest of the governments of the world incapable of killing this guy? He just can't be murdered? He can't be assassinated? He never, goes, got him. he never no. goes anywhere anymore, so you know, is, maybe when he was roaming around still. He's a food tester. Rook, you'd love that job. I would, yeah, but it's got to be good food. It can't be crappy. Probably stuff. a lot of mutton. Mutton. A lot of mutton. A lot of mutton. How can we name the mutton last night, Brooks? You don't have mutton. I think you get it. Mutton. You call ahead, they'll have it for you. They yeah, don't have it. Did you have mutton last night? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, the best was sitting in the belt uh, conveyor with my other boss, Jack, who's just a, a guy's guy, like a coach kind type of guy. And we're screwing in some things with the belt. Hey, you like mutton? What the f mutton? And he just doesn't 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 bat an eye. He's a crack. Can we? Uh... All right, hold, uh, on. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Can we can we share a clean version? Do you think of the text really sent you? Do you think Putin's share? worse than Stalin? Mm. You don't even have to share a clean version. I, I don't. You can just no, read I mean, stuff. They've heard bad versions. Two million. So well, it's Stalin, it up. Lenin. I, yeah, I wanna, yeah. He's got to be the worst since Stalin, though. Oh, yeah. None of those guys were. So I mean, he's, he's third on the podium. Khrushchev threw, what's his name? Gorbachev were somewhat normal. Not normal, but, you know. If, if they were killing people, we didn't know it. Yeah. No, Khrushchev was the mayor of Moscow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he was in charge when Kennedy was killed, right? Yeah, yep. Khrushchev. Yeah. And they said he cried when he found out yeah. the news. Yeah, because he probably thought he was next. Rookie at 8.49 p.m. to Joe. What's the name of that person that loved owls in Boston? Joe's <laughs> response, what? A sports writer out east. I don't know about these effing owls. Forget the owls. What was the name of the guy? Joe responds, Roger Angel? Who? Question mark. Roger Angel, the New Yorker. Who? H-O-O. You bleeped an asshole. 
How would you fall for that? What's wrong with you? I don't know. Jesus. I don't know that it was 100%. It, it as soon as I see owls, I'm suspicious immediately. Well, I finally got it. Yeah. God, uh, what's the name of this? Like you know what? For a moment, honest to God, I was You're actually thinking, racking my racking brain, your brain for sports. Going, God, I wonder who is he talking about. It was Roger. It was Roger. Uh-huh. Who? Sure. Who? You know. I mean, really. Let's get this done. Kenny, you know what I lost, and I hope you still have it. What's that? Well, we had Sensum's rate. What is Sensum's razor? Yeah, I've got it. I just I just was clearing things out today. Wasn't sense of Well, that's don't don't ascribe to uh, evil. It could be explained by incompetence. The absence of sound common sense related to those within the political class who advance public matters, which are disguised as something for the greater good, but are in actuality for their own personal ideology. Yeah, I, I don't have that. Would you send that to me? And John, how are you doing on the horse thieves? Has that I, been sent? I, I forgot about it, so I just started looking again. Oh God! Who? 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 I'm Anthony Lopanta. I'm just going to throw that on an email to you right now. Do they play now. tonight? The Wilds. Oh, look at that. Uh, the Wilds do not play tonight. The Red Hot Wilds. They have a matinee at home tomorrow against the Buffaloes. Oh, Buffaloes aren't any good, right? It's not on 11, is it? Why can't they throw some of those wild games on NBC on Saturday? It might be on. I used to watch the game of the week on ABC back in the day with my skates on in the house. Wow. (laughs) Well, that explains a lot. We're destined for stardom. (laughs) Yeah. And I'd skate backwards both way to school. Yep. I oh. never knew how to skate backwards. I can skate backwards can faster than Kenny can skate forward. <laughs> Here we go. Here we let's go. Neither one of us can skate you anymore. Can let's skate let's just you know what? We'll, we'll never be able to solve that because I can't even get on the ice. Yeah, and my big fat pig feet don't fit in my skates, and I'm not bear- buying another. How bear. long has it been? In all seriousness, for both of you, that last time you skated, um, me probably ten years. Yeah, I'm gonna say 2015. Yeah, but you're gonna say now 1999, which was not ten years ago. No, 2015. We lived across <laughs> the street from a rink, so two Christmases ago for me, I took on a couple of kids in a backyard game in about 2010. Oh, okay. So 15 years ago, 14 years ago. You know who can skate backwards flawlessly? McLaren. She made it look so well, good. She no, played defense. She made not, it look so good. It's not difficult. Uh, it's difficult for me. I did that celebrity. Backwards rice crossovers thing. make my mind go kapuya. What was that deal? Kapuya. The Rice Park celebrity thing. Because I did it with a bunch of TV people and a couple of radio guys. Uh, was that Winter Carnival? I think so. So I lost my keys in the snowbank, and I had to look for it for an oh hour. God. It was awful. That was that little rink. That little. Oh, wait a minute. Because Jess was pregnant with Leland, so that was 10 years ago. 10 years ago. All right. I got to fly. So I Joe Anderson and I did it. Mr. Fun. Fun? Just he's a good he, uh, anniversary. Well, he's a good skater. Well, he's a hockey player, right? Wasn't he? 
I think so, yeah. All right, see you, bros. See you, Yeah. Oh, you that's right. You'll need a timesheet, won't you, Chris? I certainly will. You got mine. I did, Kenny. Yes, thank you. Joe, their website comes up not being there, which kind of frightens me. Maybe oh. maybe they disbanded without telling oh, us. No. I keep looking here, though. So Jess's good friend had a horse stolen off her property. A week or so later, saw it listed for sale, saw, saw a horse listed for sale, and thought, huh, the description of said horse matches, you know, Coco or whatever. Yeah, answers to... You know, right. So, so they called the number, and uh, along with whatever county sheriff that they were living in. So, yeah, it's 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 a thing. Did they get him? Yeah, they did. They zoned out a little bit. No, that's okay. It's yeah, they did. They they got the guy. Some you know redneck from the middle of nowhere. But what you know? Here's what's. What's so sad about it is it's so easy because all you need is a pair of wire cutters. To steal a and horse? A, and a horse trailer, yeah. Where do you get the horse trailer? From the horse trailer store. <laughs> They're not hard to find. Oh, shoot. Thank you for reminding me. i got to send them. Reeves, you got my tech card? I did. Thank you. All right, see you, boys. See you, Rook. Yep. Yeah. Sure, uh-huh. 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 Get that email, yeah. Joe. Me? Yeah. Just a minute. One moment. Oh, shit. September 18th. <clears throat> what the hell? Got this right. I gotta go to that thing. <sighs> Skis getting delivered uh, today. Skis? Skis? Oh, did you did you order them finally? eBay. Yep. I found a pair closer. Um, um, yeah, in Michigan, forty dollars shipping. Skis were overpriced, but hell, they're gonna be here, and 